Hey, hey. <laughs> there we go. Fuck yeah. Ha ha. It's me. Hey. What's up? Hey. So I... I just discovered this like this light in my background is like this fucking god ray. Love it. I can like give speeches. <laughs> <laughs> what if the real friends? What the, the real treasure God's was the man. friends we made along the way? You look like Stephen Toast in the recording booth right now. Oh, good, good. That's the goal. Yeah, I actually built this area just for that. That's yeah. fucking sick. Yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango. <laughs> Mom. Dude, you could make a hell of a cult video in there. Yeah, dude. As a leader or yeah. a follower. Come sit in the tall yeah. grass. <laughs> Come talk to me, my lemons. <laughs> well, fuck, oh, man. man. Uh, I, Chris, do you want to take the like? Uh, so uh, this this week we have a, a special guest, uh, Landon and Johnny from the Questionable Guide to Life podcast. Uh, we were lucky enough to be on their show uh, a week ago, uh, and uh, we're, we're lucky enough to have them on today. It was so much fun, man. Yeah, I, I really yeah. had a blast. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude, that was tons of fun. And I've already had people message me. I had someone message me before they even watched the episode, and they said, Landon, what the fuck? And it's just a screenshot <laughs> of the title of the episode. Questionable <laughs> guide to shitting the tub. <laughs> Listen. I love it. <laughs> it's a step-by-step -step process. Yeah. It's yeah, vodka, exactly. fast food. <laughs> fuck yeah, man. So how that name, uh, Questionable Guide to Life, is a fucking awesome name. How'd y'all come up with that name? Oh, God. Yeah. So... um I actually, Johnny, do you remember this? I like, remember the exact process. Fuck yeah. Okay, yeah. So we Go were ahead. so we're we were part of like this gaming community for a skateboarding sim called Skater XL. Okay. And uh we had a group chat that was for a team called Questionable, was the name of the skateboard team that we rode for. Yeah. Like, as like our fake sponsor or whatever. And we were in there and we were rattling off like dumb fake history facts. <laughs> like we were like, we we're like Landonius the Wise was king of Rome for 14 years. He struck down his enemies in cold blood. And we're like, we're just going to make up history stuff. Hell yeah. And we're going to write a book called A Questionable Guide to History. It's going to be all fake stories that sound realistic. <laughs> and then, and then while we were doing that, then we thought of the podcast idea and we were like, well, we can't do a questionable guide to history. We'll run out of history to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, why don't we just make it about everything and call it a questionable guide to life? Yeah. <laughs> and then it became about nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's that's what's perfect. The broader the strokes, the better the 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 uh, idea. You Painting. Know? Yeah. 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 Fair Unless enough. You tape a banana to a wall. Well, <laughs> yeah. Then there's that. <laughs> uh, no, what? Like, I love that because I mean. A podcast with a theme, you know, like a finite, you know, we're going to review every episode of The Office, which was my idea before those goddamn office ladies. The people uh, that were on the show? To do their yeah, the, the people that actually <laughs> acted on the show. I had that idea way before that. And that and my show would have been 10 times better. But, um, you know, they're winning awards and whatnot. And I don't I don't have envy or, you know, anything in my heart. I do. <laughs> it's have all guys, malice. Have you guys ever listened to Office Ladies? No, I haven't. Actually, but I have not. 
but my whole thing is like i was never really like big into the office mm. like in in the scheme of those types of shows i was always more of a parks and rec person oh yeah okay okay, okay. Yeah. just because ron swanson is my spirit animal yeah yeah um, see i i watched both but like i didn't watch the office until like years after it was over yeah i i uh i started watching it it, it had been on for a couple of seasons but then it wasn't till I had watched a couple of seasons that I found out about the UK one and started watching that one. I don't I, I like that one almost better, I think. I have not seen it. Yeah. The UK good. one is good. I mean, it has that element of like a a show from like, you know, like the UK where they have a finite episode. Like I think it's maybe mm-hmm. two seasons. Yeah. And oh, then wow. Okay. Yeah, they have the same ending, and you know, it essentially is it's a different show, but um, yeah, it yeah. it's not it doesn't run nine seasons, they yeah. don't like milk it dry. British TV shows run two seasons and then kill all the main characters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every so, show is um, on the last uh, on well, I say on the last whatever, um, on the episode of the podcast you guys were on towards the end, uh, you were talking about us playing D&D. And I have started writing a a campaign. Fuck yeah. Just right. for for that. Hell yeah. That's it's silly. It's gonna be nice. uh it's gonna draw a lot from um Clementine, one of the like D D style like productions we're doing right now. <laughs> all so, right. Hell yeah. Yeah, so it's not gonna rely heavily on all the mechanics of D D. Like we're gonna we're gonna kind of skirt around some things. That's perfect for us. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, the lazy man's know. way is our way 100 yeah. <laughs> percent uh so like in in what way of of like we'll have character sheets but it's not gonna like is it more like a blade runner or or not blade runner uh shadow run or like is, is it like what so are you thinking what i'm thinking is uh it's <clears throat> it's very much gonna be one of those like like I kind of want to do this, like say you, you know, you're a wizard or something. You're like, oh, I want to cast this fireball that's like this, you know, gorilla taking a shit or something. And I'm like, okay, well, we're gonna, we're gonna roll a d20 for that. We're gonna see if that happens. <laughs> yeah. So like, oh, we're yeah. gonna kind of play within like the confines of our imagination, but try not to let it get too out of hand. And the rules are, yeah, very loose and and from the hip. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, what are the? Pro- I've always thought that it's like. I don't know. I mean, I get the whole having your character sheet and like knowing that it's like, if I do this, then I'll have like this addition to this role. And, Mm -hmm. but that's a lot to keep up with, especially when you're like drinking the whole time. And I think if you, if you were just like, all right, fuck it, you try that one out of 20. And then if it's one, it's like you stabbed yourself in the foot. Um, yeah. and then if it's 20 you you did what you wanted to do my favorite my favorite joke of doing it that way is when you're playing as like an elephant man character that's like massive and you roll a 20 on stealth and you just walk through a room full of people and nobody sees you yeah. <laughs> elephant man what the fuck are you talking about yeah. <laughs> nobody likes to talk about the elephant in the room yeah. you're just sneaky <laughs> you're just avoiding it well, that that kind of brings us to a little bit of uh uh, hold on. Let's if if TV in the movies and movies and TV TV in the movies and movies and TV. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, 
So yesterday I was like the worst piece of shit that I've been in a long time. And uh, I woke up and I was like, I fell asleep to Return of the King. Mm. Uh, and then I watched the rest of Return of the King. And then I uh, watched The Hobbit, uh, An un Unexpected Journey. And then I watched Desolation of Smog. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to watch. <laughs> uh, and then I passed out to uh, uh, Battle of Five Armies. Mm. And like, it, it was just a complete waste of a day. I didn't get off the couch one time. But what made me think of that is like, man, those hobbits, they sure like <laughs> sneak around pretty good. And in the movie, they don't depict it well. It's like they could clearly see you <laughs> with what yeah. you're doing right now. But well, apparently... sometimes it's very jarring when like you've you've seen them conversating with another character and then it it like cuts to like a wide angle shot and you see that the hobbit's like this tall on screen <laughs> yeah. and the other person's like this tall, yeah. but it's been cutting from face to face. So like it's it's very hard to take that in sometimes because they, they've forgotten to remind you that it's a hobbit for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I still think my favorite thing about the Lord of the Rings series is that Legolas and Frodo don't talk to each other until like the very last scene of the entire like series well wait no 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 they don't ever directly communicate outside of like I've, the you, you have my bow like scene okay it's like the mm -hmm. only thing yeah. he says to frodo the entire movie and you have my bow it's yeah, really the yeah. only line he says to frodo the entire movie until like the last scene so Jesus. it's like legolas and frodo are just like acquaintances <laughs> they <laughs> don't know each other's names and like at that <laughs> point it's too late to ask so they just don't talk he's, yeah, he you just looks over bow. at Frodo and thanks, he's like thanks little you. guy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah thanks you I know of him yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah like, I saw him being taken to Isengard but that's about it and I didn't even see him I just saw his friends they make another uh, Lord of the Rings, and then Legolas's first scene, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go see uh, Frodo," and he's like, "Frodo," and they're like the the Hobbit. He's like, "Ah, yes, Frodo, Fro Frodo, the one. Yep, we we Which were one is he we again? did the adventure together. Yep, Frodo. I remember. Fro he just keeps saying the name. I think the greatest thing about that movie is when you realize that the whole movie is just. Legolas, Aragorn, and like Gandalf making as much noise as humanly possible to from the hobbits sneaking in. Yeah. They're just like, we're going to get into some shit, guys. We're just going to get into some shit and then they'll ignore the little people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weren't there two little hobbits with, running with y'all? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, and then the whole reason why they brought uh, the other two hobbits along was to be the decoy hobbits for the other two hobbits mm. while they snuck in. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, at the very last scene <laughs> in Return of the King where like they like bow to Aragorn and then he's like you bow for no one and then everybody like bows to them if I was Frodo I'd be like I did a lot more than these guys like <laughs> I haven't I did so much yeah. you see my hand right now I'm missing a finger <laughs> I'm cursed for life I have to sail away to some unknown like sea somewhere where like yeah. uh yeah uh but that <laughs> I mean they were brave they were brave but so was everybody else yeah. they went to war yeah. too uh, <laughs> he's like where's my fucking medal <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, hey, you carried it around for half the fucking series kid and uh, and then Samwise deserved like all of the riches of the kingdom for the shit he had to put mm. up with oh for sure yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
I like that, that like, uh, you know, everybody has their role. I mean, that's, you know, people criticize Tolkien and I rightfully so like there's yeah. a lot of weird shit in there. But um, I do like that element of like even like uh, uh, Gollum and, you know, like has his role. Even the junkie mm-hmm. will like somehow <laughs> help out. Yeah, <laughs> try to rob even you at the last junkie. moment. Now, and then you're like, now oh, I'm God. just picturing Gollum walk out from behind a rock and be like, y'all got any more of them purse things? Circus. <laughs> <laughs> Circus said he played it like that. He was like, I just look at this guy as like a total fucking junkie. Like the ring oh. is fucking <laughs> smack. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like uh dude, and watching Andy Circus do that voice not through the character is the funniest thing ever because mm-hmm. his face completely changes when he does it. Yeah. Yeah. I did like the uh the relationship in uh the second movie between the elf lady and the dwarf guy. Because I was mm-hmm. like, he can get a tall, tall lady. <laughs> he can get him a baddie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Listen. He's like, I'm the luckiest I... regular guy out here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to die between this movie and the first movie of the original trilogy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just her yeah, first yeah. marriage. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Well, and having read the book, it was like, I kind of know how this ends. And I kind of don't remember a lot of these scenes, but they were it was OK. I definitely fell asleep during the third one, though. Yeah. And then and then with Rings of Power or whatever, the new Amazon series. Oh, yeah. So they weren't able to, like, yeah, get either. the actual like rights to use Cimmerillion. So they just kind of have to loosely base it off Cimmerillion. Uh... So, like. They're they're like tiptoeing around and showing the stuff that happened behind the scenes during Cimmerillion instead of following Cimmerillion. Mm. Ah, that's weird. They're yeah. like, hey, there's some sick stuff going on over there, but we're going in a cave this episode. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna seek out evil. We're gonna find Morgoth because that's that's a thing we're doing. <laughs> well, wasn't there like it's it's like the uh the tale between uh Liv Tyler's character and fucking Viggo Mortensen? Like yeah. in the Cimmerillion, there's like a king and his wife that are the same thing. It's like human like it, he keeps retelling the same story, if I'm not oh, yeah. mistaken. But yeah. I mean, well, I mean, when you write a thousand, well, so you have to think of it in terms of like why he wrote the book in the first place. He wasn't writing the book to be a literary masterpiece. Yeah. He was a he was a he was a doctor. Like he had like his doctorate or whatever degree he had his graduate degree in linguistics. So the whole concept behind the book was he wanted to make a story to back up his fake language that he made up, which was Elvish. Huh. So like he like literally like if you watch the the biopic about him it goes into all that like how he was just making languages and that yeah, was really like sure. and he was like he wanted a reason to have the languages so he made these languages and then he made a book to go around the languages yeah that's crazy well and Written he also backwards. went to war and fought yeah. with horses yeah which i was like yep you like he fought that. horses he just punched them in the face like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck it what is that movie uh uh, Mon- blazing saddles, Mario blazing yeah. saddles. Mongo just, just knocks the horse the out. Horse yeah. in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so something I've found that's actually been extremely difficult with writing the the script for Clementine is like world building, mm. because I have to be so legally distinct. Mm. So like I I can't even tell people it's like D and D. Like I I you know I'm gonna have to say like a tabletop RPG. Right. Um, the same thing happened with Harmon Quest too. 
Wow, yeah, really? yeah, because they because they were playing Pathfinder, but everybody thought they were playing D and D. But in actuality, they were playing Pathfinder the whole time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But also, when I'm trying to like plan out the story and do my whole like the arcs and everything of it, I'm like coming up with all these ideas, and then I have to Google it because I'm like, okay, did like did Tolkien do this first? <laughs> <laughs> And if it's George R.R. R. Martin, we just do it anyways. They, <laughs> we just cut out the incest and we have a whole yeah. new story. Yeah, if we don't have softcore porn included, then it's not a George R.R. R. Martin ripoff. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But okay, here's a question. Is it softcore porn if they're like brother and sister? It, it Does that still fall under the same category? I don't know that you've watched regular porn recently, but there's a lot of supposed brother and sister yeah. like, scenarios going on. I, so know, I think it's, it's still softcore it's porn. It's getting annoying now. Huh. It's like you can't watch the plot of a porno anymore. You just have to skip forward. I've never, <laughs> I've, to be honest, I've never really got that invested yeah. before. I miss, the, I miss the corny ass stuff where it was like, I'm a pizza delivery boy. A special order. And he opens up the box and his dong sticking through the pizza. Like, that's the good stuff. And yeah. he's like, oh no, I have no money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, nah, I don't care. Played out now is the I'm stuck in this thing. Oh yeah. Take advantage I've of me. I've never understood that. <laughs> now, like every time I see that, I'm like, who would click on this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who would be, like, I think it's rapists that are just like secretly covering that they like rape. They're like, no, I like that they're stuck. She's That's what it is. Stuck in yeah, an yeah. oven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's in do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what I would for four minutes and then she got into it. It's yeah. that's fine. <laughs> so, what would be hilarious to me is if someone went and they went out and made a, a porno, but like the, <laughs> that'd be hilarious yeah, right be hilarious. off the but, bat. But <laughs> they make the story like way more compelling than the porn. <laughs> like, it's, it's like sloppy it's, sex. Yeah, it's so fucking good. Like you're like, wow, I, I want to watch way more episodes of this, but like the sex is bad. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so Game yeah. of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. No, it yeah. just looks like amateur, like like camera in the corner of the room. <laughs> like sex. They have the green eyes, like because it's yeah. night camera. And just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, but then yeah, all the yeah. scenes that aren't like sex related are shot in like 4K on are like, really a good. No, I like camera. that. I like it. <laughs> it's got a it's got an impressive CGI budget just for the story art. <laughs> I believe that's what you would call art, my friend. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think it's just fifty million dollars to filmmaking. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Damn it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's it, it's not like new territory, but if you did it right, maybe we could make millions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you could really have a a category called porn for the story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's how you could get around the prostitution laws in North Carolina is if you just film it all and then put it on the web as as fucking uh porno pornography. You enter it into Sundance and then yeah. here all yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> if I enter it in Sundance, it's no longer pornography and I could win an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so it's fine. And I think with what you're saying, where it's like it's not like film like a normal like porn like it's just intentionally just like bleh. 
and then they have sex, but they really do. Yeah, Sorry, they like, really but, have I feel like sex. We're literally just in the writer's room for that movie Nymphomaniac right now. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen, seen Basic one. Instinct? Fifty <laughs> <laughs> Shades even darker. Oh <laughs> I won't say a name, but one time like I dated a girl and she was like, I saw Fifty Shades of Grey. And I was like, oh, okay, like you have that book. And then I saw the sequel and the sequel to the sequel. And I was like, all right, I don't know about all this. I don't have handcuffs. 50 for you. Shades. <laughs> I'm going to seem very vanilla in all of this. I can't compete with this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look at this. Look at this book. I got three things to offer you. I got missionary, missionary <laughs> while looking you in the eyes, and missionary while kissing you on the lips. Those are my three options. Yeah. When she suggests like let's let's watch the High next five. one you're like maybe let's watch american dad and yeah. not focus on uh, i can drop myself well, on the elbow and i can yeah. be on my hand for like two minutes Those we're, gonna, we're gonna bang for exactly as long as it takes steve to sing boys 12 that's it yeah <laughs> those books were written by a woman though right yeah so originally those books were actually yeah. written as twilight fan fiction okay yeah, yeah that's yeah. right and like wow. it just if you oh. think of how messed up that book is now just replace christian gray with edward cullen and mm-hmm. the main girl with bella and that's the original book now i've never read any of the twilight <laughs> film or books or i've never seen any of the films but i've heard there's a part where a vampire impregnates a woman or something oh yeah and then yes. the baby is clawing at her insides and I was like, this is aimed at like 16 year old girls. Is this like, what the fuck is happening? Here? So, uh, <clears throat> I actually read all of those books in like middle oh, school. Nice. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, a lady say man. like, yeah, a, a real ladies man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And like, that's what it started as. Cause I was like, Oh, these girls like reading twilight. I'm gonna read twilight. And then I was like, this ain't half bad. And I like, <laughs> reading. And then like, after like two weeks, I had like read all of them and I was like, okay, this is sick. And like, I knew how to knew how to talk to girls about twilight, but hey, I ended yeah. up liking it a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> and then the movie came out and he was like, what is this garbage? <laughs> yeah. I, I had weird feelings about the movie. I was like, uh, this is, this is just emo fan fiction. Yeah, <laughs> the book was was well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she was yeah, like, "I'll get my biggest fan to just do fan fiction of the books that I wrote because they're yeah. fan fiction of." I I don't know who who made those movies. Who did? You know, what? I don't. I, I don't even know who did. directed those movies. I just know the first one is hot dog water, and the rest were making up for it. <laughs> well, luckily, I'm at a computer. <laughs> Uh, uh, the screenplay was Melissa Rosenberg, and the director was Catherine Hardwick. Girl well, boss. Hashtag uh, girl now, boss. Now I think it was amazing. <laughs> now I really... Yeah, yeah uh, now, now we can't talk uh, bad on any of those films. They're made by hashtag girl bosses. We have our hands tied. Everything, yeah. Yeah, everything was really <laughs> the good. The greatest film made in the past 20 years. Glitter. Yeah, I'd like to retract vampire. all previous statements. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. And I now have totally seen all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen all of them five times and then once backwards. I paid yeah. in the theater and everything. Yeah, yeah Taylor Lautner's my wallpaper, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you get that. 
you might HR might come talk to you. Just like pan my camera over to a Team Jacob poster. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm gonna do. Just start putting up Twilight posters, but of the dudes at <laughs> <laughs> my cubicle and just like stare out. It's a very like Christian workplace. Yeah, you gotta straight up put up pictures of just shirtless Robert Pattinson. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I fucking love those books, Make man. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, They're like the I books. love the fact that they really play into the Satanist vibes. <laughs> <laughs> What? You should just make your cubicle look like the bathroom at Slim's. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> well, it right now it has the uh the Rick and Morty um stickers that you gave me that oh, used to be yeah. on the speakers and like just a bunch of dice. Like like I've got a D thirty, a D twelve, a D twenty, uh, and then three regular like like six-sided die and your co-workers are just like this man has a terrible gambling addiction no and then i have a <laughs> I, I took all the 20s out of my uh monopoly set and i have them up there because if somebody wants to play a game of CeeLo, i'm like always like all right let's play mm. um but like i i have a co-worker that like picked his powerball numbers off of like the d30 um and uh which is dumb because it goes up to 62 like and <laughs> like, it was like fuck afterwards mm -hmm. yeah. no wonder i lost so you gotta roll 30 and, and I, another 30. that's what we did the next yeah. time i was like well roll a d20 and a 30 and then go from there but mm -hmm. which i don't know what you would use a d30 for i don't know any game that like a 30 well, sided die let me let me tell you some all shit. right all right uh, well, let's get into it so <laughs> me and Johnny, uh, the first game of D&D &D we ever played together, um, we were originally going to make as like content, um, but then a bunch of shit like messed up with the recordings. Um, but it was awesome because I was this uh, sentient piece of toast named Bradley <laughs> Cooper. And uh, he was a wild magic sorcerer. And our... Uh, Essentially, anytime I had to do like a wild magic roll, our DM had a D1000 oh. on his fucking computer. Um, and depending on what that landed on, um, he had a chart that was like, okay, it landed, it was like 800. Let me go down to 800. And it says what that Whoa. does. Okay. Mm. And like, it's anything from like, oh, the party grows 20 levels to like, you kill the entire party with a, with a fireball. Right, right. <laughs> I well, still, so, I still think the voice for that character though is one of the greatest D and D voices I've ever heard. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like it's gruff Mickey Mouse. Uh, <laughs> so I love doing the voice for Brendan Cooper. It's like, <laughs> like, like I would and I would yell like in the middle of sentences. Oh. And, uh, would say the most messed up stuff in that voice too. He'd be like, "You're gonna die." <laughs> yeah. Um. There was a there was a scene in that where we our DM took rule of cool a little too far and allowed me to have a, a pistol in my inventory and okay. one bullet. And nice. I was I was like, like we we killed a bunch of goblins and there were two left. And I was like, Alpha, may I? It's like <laughs> I, I would like to do something with the bullet here. And he was like, <laughs> okay. And then I was like, it starts raining. And <laughs> I walk up to the goblin. And I kick him to his knees and I tell him, say hi to God for me. 
<laughs> and then I shoot him in the head. <laughs> so he would just say fucked up stuff like that all the time. And it's one nice. of my favorite characters ever. Hell yeah. yeah, man. That's I dope. mean, it, like a chaotic evil or, you know. Uh, Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did a lot of bad things. Uh, <laughs> he smoked cigarettes and he would use them as a torch because he's hey, tiny, so... Uh, i think in a fantasy land smoking cigarettes is fine that's what i you know like if i'm living in fantasy world where i can jump high and and swing a sword i think i can also like just smoke all the time if lord of the rings (laughs) taught me anything that's absolutely the truth you can smoke constantly and still be amazing yeah which we were uh we were real weird with like the the stuff we were just throwing in there um and like i i really want to thank alpha for being as cool as he was with it but like when we'd go to rest i'd be like oh yeah bradley pulls out his iphone and sets an alarm <laughs> uh, then we we uh we snorted a bunch of dead goblin ashes at one point, and it acted yeah. as a drug. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, <laughs> I thought you were about to be like we snorted a bunch of like during the game. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah we go in the fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember y'all talking about that one. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, we uh, ended up burning down an entire village um, <laughs> because I was like, oh, I can use the cantrip control flames so I can like spread my fire and I can make it take shapes. And I made a big <laughs> fire gorilla. Uh, we ended up burning literally the entire place down. I, Johnny died and got infused <laughs> with the fire and became a fire monkey. Um, and then from then on, we've referred to that village burning down as like the Falador massacre from RuneScape. <laughs> so that's canon now hell yeah damn it dude i've only played like one game like i and it was on it was in zoom well no i played two um like i played one on zoom with uh the durham library which was fucking <laughs> kind of cool man mm. like there was huh. little kids and like uh the guy was like you all meet and you're at a bar and then a little kid would be like, I go get a beer. And he would be like, all right, you get a beer. We're all here to like, on this quest. And like, so I did like one of those. No, I did two of those. And then uh, me and Skip and all these people from uh, Dino and Dana's safe space yeah. uh, did like, we do a pre-show for that. And uh, we did a D&D session, which Skip still has to release. But yeah. I think my name was Theodos Blumkin. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah, it was great. I think I had to like fist some dragon at the end of it. Like, it was weird. Sick. Definitely blacked out. And it was like... <laughs> uh, yeah. I rolled to seduce. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like... You're regular. I think even like I I don't remember if I remember anything. It was like your normal like prowess isn't working, and I was like, like there was something about like your fist. Like I was a dwarf or like a elf or something, and so like I'm tiny, and I was having sex with a dragon. Uh, There you go. Fantasy land gone wrong. I uh. 
my one of my favorite campaigns I played was um with uh one of my friends um uh Mark and um <clears throat> using a fake name out of you know that Chris probably doesn't want to be mentioned for this. Um okay. But uh basically we were playing um and I was a dragonborn and every chance he got, like when he made a choice, he's like, I just want you to know that like this isn't because you're a dragonborn. <laughs> it's like this isn't motivated like that ah <laughs> oh, oh, fucking christ all right hold on. sorry he's like this isn't like a hate crime thing this is just like a hate you thing <laughs> oh man um Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. So I was just saying, like, I, I love D&D because it, it falls so heavily into, like, improv. And, like, if you get really, like, really good at D&D, you'd be really good at, like, improv comedy just in general. Mm -hmm. And I, I found that, like, I think D&D has genuinely helped me in that regard with, like, like, if ever there's this awkward, like, moment, I know where to take the conversation just off the top of my head. And I learned a lot of that from playing D and D I think. Mm. Cause you I, uh, I played D and D in high school every Thursday um, at a local game store for like two or three years. Mm. Did you start like with no knowledge of it? Yep. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, my, uh, my stepmom, like one of her friends, uh, her kids were like, you ever played D&D? And I was like, no idea what, mm -hmm. what I'd be getting into there. And they're like, okay, well, we play Game Goblins on Thursdays. Come with us. And then from then on, I just, I loved it. And I had some terrible characters. I had some like, I had some boring shit at first while I was learning how to play the game. And then once I was comfortable with all the mechanics, that's when things just got out of hand. <laughs> well, I mean, God forbid, like how old were you when you started? 15 dude i think my character's name would have been like mortal kombat 69 and uh <laughs> you know like i yeah. i would have done some dumb shit like that's fucking cool like that's what people that's what i wish i had is like somebody pushing me into it like because mm -hmm. we never like our <clears throat> our parents were raising us catholic but uh like dungeons and dragons was a news story where people were like those kids killed their parents because they thought it would be fun in Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, and so yeah. It was the like, old satanic play. Yeah. yeah, it was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, okay. whatever that news story was, like, yeah. I don't, it it got through to us. And so I was like, I don't know. I guess that's for weird and, people. Well, and to bring it back to TV and movies, mm -hmm. there was actually a really terrible movie about somebody getting lost in a game of Dungeons and Dragons with Tom Hanks in it. Nice. <laughs> and it was like a terrible like made for TV movie where Tom Hanks played like a guy who got lost yeah. in the game. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I used to go over to when I used to go over to Matt's, his older brother would uh dungeon master and there would be a group of us and we would sit around and play. But that was like, you know, middle school elementary school middle school and shit yeah. yeah see i got really lucky in that um i knew all of like the mechanics for D D for a while 
but like my creativity with it didn't start until uh, I met my friend Evan when I got into high school and his grandpa used to like create all of these like stories for his kids to play mm. um, like, like D and D games. He would like write out whole campaigns for them because it was a way that he could like, you know, interact with his kids and do something with them. Mm. And he taught me about diplomacy mm. And he was like, you don't have to fight everything. Like if, you know, you enter a room and there's some kind of monster, something that I tried to teach them early on is you can talk to it. You can try to negotiate. And I, I think that's the point that I was like, oh shit. (laughs) Fucked up stuff. (laughs) Yeah. You can manipulate like a monster. Like if you like get good at mind games and. Yeah. I remember like I've worked for Greenpeace one time and admit, like fuck them. They won't, you know, but um like, and, uh, this is an anti-sponsor. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm about to say some bad shit about Greenpeace. It's like, what are they gonna do? Like yeah. what not, are they gonna do? Not, not be peaceful. Not same shit they're always uh, pull all those beggars from the street corners that are asking for money for polar bears but it was like so it was a a sales technique that they were telling us and it was like you can o-cycle somebody where it's like you ask like a question that you know the answer is going to be yes and then like they you know that they're going to negate it so you have a point to be like this and then they say no again and then like you really drive the point home and then they probably like come back to like Okay, well, if you like, I asked you, like, hey, what what are you doing? Like, it's Thursday night. You want to have a good time? Uh, yeah, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm hanging out at home. Well, you said, yeah, man. Like, I know a party that we can go to. Uh, no, you know, I'm chilling at home. Well, like, there's there's beer there. There's women. Like, you know, like I think really you and I should go. No, 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 and then like, well, you said you wanted to have a good time, <laughs> and then it's like, yes, I do want to have a good time, and then you're like, you made the sale. What? A, like, that's probably the shittiest explanation of it. But, um, <laughs> but the the thing that I was gonna say is like, they were like, you can use this in like your regular life. <laughs> like, like, you can just gaslight yeah, everybody you in your life. Like, you said you. You said you were up for a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to make your introvert friends uncomfortable? <laughs> That's how you do it. Be alive. Yeah. I, uh, I'll say yes to anything. Like, of course, I would like to hang out with you. Like, maybe not right now, but yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Fucking nightmare. I found the perfect technique for that. Hmm. Just cool guy the fuck out of him and don't say a goddamn thing. Uh, <laughs> you can't do that in sales, though, especially yeah. street sales. Like, I understood their point. The whole yeah. thing was, hey, man, you care about the environment, right? Nope. <laughs> nope. Have a good day, sir. Have a good day. Those were the ones that you just cut loose. If somebody was like, nope, it's like, all right. Oh, wow, bold. All right. Have a nice day. Thank you for not wasting my time. That's how you had to look at it. <laughs> the other one I like to do is when they do they hit me with like the the car's extended warranty stuff on the phone calls. I'll string them along for like an hour and a half. Oh yeah, uh, like because I got nothing better to do than mess up your day and make it so you don't bother somebody else. <laughs> yeah, well I appreciate that because I just don't <laughs> answer their call. Dude, we had a uh, 
what was the fucking thing? There was somebody that was emailing us about trying to do marketing for us. And the first question I asked them was like, how much money was it? And they sent back this thing. And Paul and I are on the same email. So Paul thought that I was like buying into the, I was like trying to lead, like lead on the conversation. It was called like wishbone or something like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, uh, uh so i was like just trying to do that but paul went on and was like uh what did you say on there i was just like hey thank you for your time we don't want any part of this like <laughs> have a good day thank you i think that's what, like it was not that mean but it right. was just like no 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 no. i thought you were like hey like what the hell like let's, let's see what this it. is about yeah and let then, me spend six hundred dollars well, on a marketing plan well i i just wanted to nip it in the bud yeah i saw their response and so i responded uh and i and i cut them off but chris had different plans yeah uh so then i i uh <laughs> he I, he's like but hold on yeah well, no <laughs> i i go, i respond back and i was like uh i was like sorry uh Hey, Whit. First of all, I was like, "Hey, Whitney," and the girl's name was like Sarah or something like that. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, Whitney, uh, sorry about that. My brother also has access to the this email, and he is mentally stupid." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, we would love to hear more about these plans. Uh, when can we schedule a, a meeting or something like that? Yeah. And she got back to me. Well, she right. was like, "Oh shit!" Right. I, I feel like we need to pause and do a disclaimer on the R word because we made a decision that night. Like we were sitting there, like cracking up about like what would be the most craziest thing to like send this person. Yeah, something like, you would think somebody would be like, "I'm not responding." To this. <laughs> like, that's what yeah. we were going. This person obviously, but in a weird way, it was kind of bait too because yeah. they were they were like. Oh, okay. Maybe these are. Some oh no! Stars. I finished it with with. Uh, I have some monies and I want to make it more. That was my sign. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'd love to hear I more have, about your plans. I have. I have some monies, monies and, and would I'd love want... to make it more. <laughs> I've uh, I've made one of those people like audibly gasp that like oh, yeah. called me about an extended warranty, and I was driving, and uh. They like get on the phone. They're like, they're like, uh, "Hello, sir." And I roll down my window of my car, and I'm like, uh, "Yeah, hello." <laughs> and like, it's they're like, uh, "It is very, it's hard to, it is hard to hear you." And I was, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm windsurfing." <laughs> they're like, "I just heard." Ah. <laughs> they were like, Hell, "What?" Yeah. Ah. And then they hung up. <laughs> I think they were shocked. That's dope. I would save that number if I I would be like he's windsurfing right now he must have money yeah I'm gonna call him back hell yeah <laughs> or I'd be like this fucking guy's cool yeah. he has enough money to answer the phone windsurfing yeah. <laughs> talk to me <laughs> let's talk numbers about to rip the I'm, I won't do it for any less than forty percent of your company. <laughs> <laughs> I got windsurfing with phones money. Yeah. Yeah, he just wolf of Wall Streeted that guy. <laughs> oh man. That's Martin Scorsese, right? I have no idea. I think so. It's, it's I, Michael Douglas and uh 
There's a fucking other guy in that. It's Leo DiCaprio. I know that, but yeah. it's a weird Oh, one, Wolf man. of Wall Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right. thinking of something. I'm thinking of fucking... Uh, 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 it Wall is Martin Street. Scorsese. Wall- yeah. It is. Uh, yeah, you think yeah. of Wall Street? Wall Street is, uh, yeah, is Martin that the one Scorsese. with yeah. Gordon Wall Gecko? Street is Gordon Gecko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is yeah. Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. and it's Scorsese, and it's it's okay. I think Goodfellas is the peak of of Scorsese. Oh, is that? Fuck yeah, that's the best one. Any uh, any Scorsese movie that has Joe Pesci in it is automatically better than any of the other ones. Fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Joe, like Joe Pesci is the that's quintessential his, mobster. That's his yeah. ace in the hole. Yeah. Like, why are the Italian people so good with movies? <laughs> <laughs> How good are they? <laughs> so good. <laughs> they even do American westerns better. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's why it was a spaghetti western. Yeah. <laughs> like. These fucking Italian people, the spaghetti western. Came in with their marinara sauce and their garlic bread, and they made better movies than us. We're going to discredit them by calling them spaghetti. So was it, is it Italian people were playing the natives, or was it Italian people were playing the cowboys? Like, why was just, it a spaghetti western? So they were spaghetti westerns because it was Italian wealthy people were funding the films, uh, and they were being filmed in Italy. Okay, okay. So I ha- I was way off. Yeah. <laughs> so like That's like they would lot. have Italian film writers, but all of the actors would still be American. It was just cheaper to produce a Western film on Italian soil because they got good tax breaks mm. as opposed to trying to film one in Hollywood. And a lot of deserts. And they were allowed to go off off script of what Hollywood was doing with movies at the time. So you could make a grittier Western movie than you could in the okay. American West because America was still very like Walt well, Disney PC at the time mm. when it came to um, live action film. Okay, there was only so much you could do on a Hollywood set before they'd be like, "This is too far." Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, and for a while, it did not take much for it to be too far. Um, cause, like that's why with a lot of those old like heist movies, like some of the first ones, like they get caught and it it doesn't even tell you until like the end of the movie and it'll be like little subtitles in the oh, credits. Yeah. it's like they were later caught it's yeah. because in like live action films originally the bad guy was not allowed to get away with the crime right right mm. yeah well that i mean you know <laughs> i can under like if you're a producer you're like he gets away with it yeah. hell no <laughs> that's Every like, every got a good, good relationship with yeah, the that's ever been made, <laughs> he doesn't get away with it. Why and would I take this risk? Nineties happened. <laughs> Why would I break the mold? <laughs> I remember Natural Born Killers. Wait, yeah, Point Break was a good one, but they died. He died in the end yeah. of that one. So. Did they get away with it in Natural Born Killers? I don't remember the end of that. I don't think so. I think I just remember being like, I don't like this. While I was watching it. I just remember the first movie I saw somebody get away with their crime was Ocean's Eleven. Hey, but that's a... That's such a... And then they ruined it. Like, I I actually didn't mind Ocean's Eight, like the one they did with the all-female cast. It wasn't bad. 
That's what you have nobody, to say, nobody minded it, man. No, it's not even because I, it's not even because <laughs> I have to see it. Like they did a really good job with that one, um, and the fact that they didn't like completely reboot the series, like Danny Ocean still exists in the yeah, universe yeah, of that yeah. movie, and so like so they weren't like we're retconning the whole thing and we're yeah. gonna make it all women. They're like, no, this is just a side hustle that happened in the same universe. Right. Mm. Oh yeah. So. I mean, it follows pretty much the same story arc of gets out of jail at the start of the movie. Right. And like, I mean, yeah. they're all the same. It's yeah. just, they did it. No, they didn't do it. Yes, they did. Maybe they didn't. Yeah, they did. And that, <laughs> like, that's every heist movie. I still think the most creative they didn't get away with it movie of all time will always be Snatch. Oh, yeah. Because like they did all this stuff to like, derail whatever was going on and then whatever was supposed to happen originally just ends up happening and a lot of people died in the middle <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, i do love that. Yeah. it's a great movie yeah i love snatch yeah. do you guys remember final destination yeah I do remember that yeah. what the fuck man like what were those <laughs> movies <laughs> To this like, day, I change lanes when there's a log truck in front of me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, those movies fucked me up. Because, mm. like, they just, you know, in the beginning of the movie, when, like, the massive death scene happens in, like, all of them, the they started out with something, like, just super fucked up. Like, in one of them, um, there was this chick doing, like, gymnastics and... She's like doing a bunch of cartwheels and like flips and like lands wrong and like snaps her fucking spine. Mm -hmm. And like that's how it all pops off. And like I saw that on the internet for the first time and I was like, oh, oh, oh my God. I think my favorite cold death open was the guy where the like neon sign broke off and just swung down and like ripped him in half. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Those movies were in theaters. Dude, they, yeah. they 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 perfected the cold open in horror. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you think they all could have been avoided if that one dude got on the plane? Like if all he that died, yeah. And nobody would have known about it. Yeah. That that should have been it. A 15 minute short. The guy from the SLC plane. plane. <laughs> Was it that he yeah. What's on the first one? Matthew Willard? I don't know. It's been so long since yeah, I've I, watched SLC Punk it before I've watched oh, Final yeah. Destination again. Yeah. It was the guy who tried to kill his mom in SLC Punk, I think. Oh, oh, okay. It was in Idle Hands. Yeah. Uh, what was that guy's name? I, his, like, fuck. I remember his whole character in SLC Punk. His name yeah. was Sean in SLC Punk. Yeah. 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 It's, look up Idle Hands. Yeah, but. I still think that's one of the greatest movie scenes of all time, though. Was the was the uh, the him just sitting on the front porch? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> like this high on acid. Have you ever like so they actually didn't want it to be snowing? Like the the scene was written that he's just sitting there and nothing like, and they were like, it kind of in a weird way made sense that he was like, there's just water all around me because there is yeah. frozen oh, yeah, water yeah, yeah, yeah. all around him. Yeah. And they were like, I guess it kind of like some people like it, some people don't, but we absolutely did not intend for it to be like snowy, snowy. that day. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just love the capstone statement of that scene with the we're all just floating along, waiting on somebody who can walk on water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bob was a real, real asshole. Like yeah. <laughs> well, it, I love that. Like, he's like, you are Jesus. And that Bob is like, I am. It is. Yeah. <laughs> 
that little like lean in <laughs> is Devin Swa. Devin and he is he was in the original Final Destination. That was the guy who didn't get on the plane at the beginning. Okay, I gotta. I'll be right back. I gotta piss. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Um, do you want to grab me one of my beers while you're yeah, up? Man, for sure. <laughs> grab two more of the PBRs, please. Uh, we're just having a time. All right, Phil for time. Hello, my baby. Hold on. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> what did <laughs> what did everyone eat? Uh, all right, hold on. <laughs> hold on. What did So I started off my morning as I do all mornings. I woke up, I downed a warm Dr Pepper. And then I proceeded to walk to the freezer and heat up an Eggo waffle in true gourmet fashion. After after I received my warm waffle from my toaster, I placed it upon a paper plate, which is the highest class of plates possible. I then proceeded to not put syrup on it, pick it up off the plate, rendering the plate useless, fold it in half, and eat it like a taco. (laughs) No syrup. (laughs) I started my day waking up in my dumpster. (laughs) I crawled out and walked to Central Park, retrieving a cold half-eaten slice of pizza off of a newspaper, using it as a plate. (laughs) There was some chili from a hot dog that spilled on it. (laughs) I call it. Uh, Have you ever had a meal that screams desperation? I can't do it. I can't do it. Have you ever had a meal that screams desperation Desperation. in a world where you are starving (laughs) on the streets of New York City? (laughs) In a world where you are big hungry all the time? (laughs) This morning, I woke up. I had one egg, and that was it. I decided a little salt might make it better. (laughs) This summer, I started a single egg. Breakfast with Paul. The most desperate (laughs) fucking breakfast. (laughs) Yeah, I had an egg with a little salt. This summer, a loose (laughs) handful of scrambled eggs. Yeah, (laughs) We're doing what do you eat? What do you eat? Yeah. yeah. Do you have anything good? Yeah, dude. I went to Dim Sum House. Ah. Today it was pretty damn good. Uh had uh uh they did chicken's feet. Um was really good. And there was like a chicken's, sesame chicken's feet. Yeah, man. Yeah. You gotta elaborate on that. Yeah. Um it tasted like it was like brined and then or marinated and then cooked in this sauce. And it's just you cook it till it's like tender. So you basically like pull pieces off and then pull the meat off and pull the bone out and do you, it's really do you think good, they man. test the chickens for like athlete's foot or anything like yeah <laughs> they don't cook them unless they have it it has oh, flavor it's like blue cheese you want seasoning you know <laughs> the secret sauce i'm telling you like no and i don't i don't, don't want to try it i don't want to <laughs> eat no chicken speak that mama didn't you know soak in gangrene for four years it. i don't want it <laughs> it was good as hell what it uh, tastes like if you could compare it to anything um it's like uh so 
the sauce was kind of almost like a sesame chicken sauce type thing, but it was spicy. And uh, sesame like, chicken feet. Yeah, hell yeah. Here, here's a picture of it. Oh damn, Big Bird Stronghand looking nice. <laughs> <laughs> it literally Look looks like big it literally is. looks like the Stronghand from Scary Movies yeah. sitting in a bowl. <laughs> Can you see it? Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> it yeah, does. Yeah, that's yeah. my strong hand. Yeah, yeah look, it was delicious. That's my strong sesame hand. hand. So you like <laughs> pull the best part is like the ball. Like you pull the fingers off and then pull those off bone at a time. And okay, so I imagine like a, what like frog? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get to that, I imagine like frog legs. Like those are really good, but yeah. they're like little tiny chicken wings. Yeah, kind of like not, that. This is like a chicken foot, though. And most of it's, it's like tender. gelatinous. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's like tender. Oh, yeah. and like, okay, all right, dude. Well. It literally, literally, you put it in, and like it just melts off of the bone, and then you pull the bone off. Ooh. Yeah, pretty good. Huh? Yeah, man. Okay. And then there was a bunch of dumplings. <laughs> uh, I had. Did Indian... you? <laughs> Did you uh, feel like that? a giant from a movie when you were doing a that? Little bit, just like a little bit. <laughs> just yeah. like. Ripping off a hand, the four year old at the table next to him, just like big ass eyes. Like, (laughs) do you guys ever see like quail eggs in the grocery store? There'll be like a little like pack of like eight, and they're like, I've seen pickled quail eggs. No, like these are like you could crack them, like they're really like speckled, but they're like. The size of like a fucking like chocolate egg like that you they're would like they're like somewhere between a nickel and a quarter size. No, they're yeah. I mean, and they're oh and we, we did deviled eggs with them one time before. Deviled quail eggs. Yeah, they were good, man. Talk huh. about finger food. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> tiny bites, man. Yeah. Like that's yeah. what I'm saying. Is that what what is the end game of that? Like, do you want to feel like a giant? Is that what your whole thing is? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. you're trying. To... Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the guy who only pees in the handicap urinal, even though he's capable. Listen, I gotta. <laughs> well, no, think... you're not talking about the hand. I was talking about the the kids one. Oh yeah, the, the lower. Yeah, urinal. that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. No, the 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 funny thing is like it's like it's like using the handicap stall because you got the power bars to really really get in there and shit yeah, hard, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. like, but like the I whammy feel like bar we call it the whammy bar. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that the idea is to try and pack as much flavor into that tiny little bite as you can. Like I've seen them done with like caviar a lot and stuff. So you put stuff that has like really strong flavors on this tiny little bite that's supposed to tiny bite. Yeah. Yeah, if you make it just one bite, then nobody can say that it's bad after the second bite. True, right? Thank yeah. You. That had a strong, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too much salt. Not if it's just one bite, right? There you go. Yeah, you know how many times I've taken a bite of a slice of pizza and I'm like, this is the best pizza ever. And then I take the second bite and I'm like, this is the worst slice of pizza I've ever had in my life. (laughs) Man, I've noticed something like anytime you bring up the whole like, what'd you eat thing? Um, so Paul's like, oh yeah, I've I've had some ramen with some peanut butter. Yeah. (laughs) Chris, Chris is like, is I had like, a five course meal. Yeah, Chris is like, like, oh yeah, we ate, uh, we ate emu actually, uh, the whole neck. <laughs> like, what? 
Well, yeah, I actually flew to Australia. We had a really nice kangaroo steak. It was seasoned in what I can only describe as the greatest broth ever made in the world. You could, yeah, you could only eat it if you beat the thing in a fist fight. I so uh, the other thing I ate was the stuffing I made for uh, Thanksgiving dinner. I made over a hundred pounds of stuffing. Oh my god! To feed Raleigh sausage. Cremini mushroom sourdough stuffing for Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do pick up pickup orders at where I work for like Thanksgiving yeah. meals or whatever. But it's huh. just like making that much at once. I mean, it's the same process. Yeah. But just yeah. I mean, you work your shoulders out fucking it, Can you, ma- can you imagine if you had to make that stuffing and stuff all of it into one bird? <laughs> one turkey. <laughs> you just like found Big Bird on Sesame Street. You're like, you're the yeah. this year, buddy. <laughs> I imagine you like that would be like one of those villain scenes where like you got the turkey on a steel table in the middle of the room and you're like pacing. Well, well. Yeah. <laughs> like, Today just... we're gonna have a little fun. <laughs> Garage door opens, it's just a tub of stuffing. <laughs> yeah. Just line up ostriches. Try to think of the animals. biggest bird that there is. Yeah. Tell me yeah. what you know. It spits in your face. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> There's just a bird chained up to a fucking radiator. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you just punch him in the gobbler. Like. <laughs> that big ass chicken off a of family guy. <laughs> yeah, man. No, nah, it's crazy. Fucking, uh, I'm trying to think of what else. I, I oh, I did eat. I ate. Uh, there was. I can't remember the name of it, but I had some good Indian food from this place too recently. Yeah. Uh, I got the lamb korma. It's good. Yeah. It's medium spicy korma. K o r m a. The what? It's like a. It's like a. Uh, comes in a cream sauce. Think like, and it's got like nuts in it it's a it's it's kind of similar to like uh the masala sauce but not tomato-y it's good <laughs> okay it's yeah. it's okay immediately after we were done recording the podcast on uh sunday or whatever <laughs> the next day i drove my ass out to south point mall to get some buena papa <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> yeah. nice oh <laughs> yeah i was like i want some greek fries and i want them now yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so uh, I was curious. What did you, did you have you guys heard the uh, beginning of the uh, episode of the podcast you're on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, what did you think of that the uh, the Troy thing? That, <laughs> I liked it a lot. Yeah, man. hell yeah. Fuck that was <laughs> that was forty five minutes of work really? to create all the sound effects for that. Yeah, <laughs> all the foley. Yeah, yeah. That was so. Dope. <laughs> that took a long time and i call that like a high production value joke and like yeah. i'll do that sometimes like uh there was this one bit we had we were calling it the gorn and it's something that like only the rich people have access to and it's how they use twitter yeah. um <laughs> they don't use phones when you reach a certain level of rich you just enter this like creepy hanger <laughs> like over a cave and you tell the Gorn what you would like, and it <laughs> it bursts out, and it's like your tweet has been made. <laughs> you have summoned the Gorn, <laughs> and I made a whole little like minute long, like uh, 
thing with Foley work and everything um, of the Gorn. Oh, and yeah. The best yeah. part of his whole Gorn joke was right after the Gorn does its big dramatic thing, the guy who requests a tweet just goes, thanks, Gorny, and then walks thanks, away. Gorny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot what I made him say. Um, <laughs> fuck. I'll actually have to, I'll have to pull that up sometime. Dude, that I haven't makes me that. think of the, the Meeksies. I'm Mr. Meeksies. Meeksies. Yeah, Meeksies. Oh, yeah, me and that yeah, Mr. Yeah, yeah, Meeksies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love those things. I love Rick uh, and Morty just in general. Yeah, man. Fucking A. Um, do you guys have any This Song Sucks? Oh, I do. Oh, nice. nice. Hold on. I have This Song Sucks local um, edition. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. This Song Sucks. Local edition? Local edition. Oh, no. Are they on YouTube? They are on YouTube. <laughs> are we gonna so we got to go to Vimeo. If we offend them, I hope it's very harshly because it has offended me that right. I have to listen to it because it pops up on our, like my band, 11 to Midnight's like related music okay. and it sounds nothing like us. Okay. So I don't, I don't have like a specific song cause I don't know the song titles, but the yeah. band is called Lilac. All right. But it's L Y L V C. Yeah, if you have any shit to talk back to us, it's uh, at Q Guide Pod on Twitter. <laughs> Start beef with us. We need followers. Okay. Undertow. I don't know. Just just search the band name, and I'll let you know which one it is. L V C. Yeah, it's upside down A because they're edgy. Okay. All right. Oh, All right. Oh, and I then see. just click on anything. That's a music video. He's like, it's all bad. Just click something. <laughs> and they they dropped like uh, like thousands of dollars on music videos. And it, like she like... like their lead singer, the girl, isn't bad. And then the verses start. You're like, yeah, that, I can get behind this. Yeah. You're like, this, this isn't bad. And then the verse starts on all these songs. And you're like, why? <laughs> I mean, wait, these guys are local? Yes. It is weird. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. Oh, my God. She's Listen. like, yeah, that's my stepbrother, Terrence. Okay. All right, hold on. All right, hold on. Why did they get Fred Durst? He's not from North. Listen, I was about to say, like, <laughs> I liked POD when I was 13. Like, that's exactly what so, that shit so is. So, this, is, like, this, is, my big, this is my biggest gripe. And it's, it's like, I, I don't mean any hate towards them as people or as artists, like, when they're like doing yeah, what they yeah, do. Yeah. But the they thing that's really suspicious to me the about the thing that's really suspicious to me about them okay. is like they came onto the scene very quickly and then very quickly got to this echelon of music. But if you go and you check their YouTube comments or whatever, they're all very generic, like directed at her. Like as in like, oh my God, you're amazing. Oh my God, you're amazing. And they're very generic as though it's like a, like an Indian like computer farm commenting on their stuff. Mm. There you go. And then they're also dropped like they're dropping like mad money on music videos. Rich people that don't have views that equate to the amount of money they spent on the production. Mm. And then they're like buying brand new RVs. They're, you know, they're flying out to LA to record their music. Like, right. 
And it's like, it's like, oh, yeah. all right, so you're coming at this with money, not talent. Like, yeah. like she's talented. Like, I will not knock her, but yeah. like as a whole, like the sound is just off. Yeah, but Fred like, Durst, uh, Fred uh, her Durst. stepbrother Terrence that she had to include in the song, because mom yeah. said, like, it's, yeah. like, it's like if you were just like listening to some like crazy, like good, like metalcore music, and then all of a sudden Riff Raff comes on with a verse. Well, and, like, they're also <laughs> like 30 years too late. Yeah. Like that sound was hot 30 no, 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 years no, no, ago. No, no. It's cycling back. Oh, Everything, right. The hero's journey is... Is uh, new metal coming yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. All right, so it started as an honest thing that sounded like... It's, and then it met the goddess where Fred Durst came along and corn. And then it fucking had to, like, atone with the father with, like, fucking weird new metal. And now it's coming back. And kids are wearing Jinkos. And uh, yeah, oh, man, boy, I wish I was 13. See, again. But back in the 90s, Jinkos made sense because you could fit your giant CD player Walkman in the pocket. Mm -hmm. Well, now you can fit so, five iPhones. Now you can hide your drugs in your yeah, you cup. can carry your iPad with you for your toddler. Your iPad, <laughs> <laughs> I have what seen people yeah. at the skate park, um, in Jinko jeans, so like it's it's definitely coming back very heavy in skateboarding. Yeah, for like, sure. Like I see it a Are lot. Bucket hats back yet? Yeah, well, they've been back for a while. Oh all yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah. Tyler, the creator, brought bucket hats back. All right, all right. But no, the the one that's I'll that that, that I want to come back that hasn't come back yet is those really corny T-shirts from the '90s that had like the dudes like farting fire and like you know what I'm talking <laughs> yes. about? They had, like a little cartoon yeah. strip. Oh yeah, like right yeah. in the middle as a small little chess logo, yeah. and there's like aliens like smoking bongs and like dudes like ripping farts into fire and like. Yeah. Oh, he had to put on the bucket hat. <laughs> Understandable. He's like, thank God they're back in. I've, I've had this I've been forever, waiting for this day just, all my yeah. life. I didn't know they were back in. So. Back, baby. Yeah. Like, thank God I can wear this again. <laughs> now I know. Now we both look like we sell drugs to kindergartners. <laughs> Steve from yeah. Blue's Clues. <laughs> Oh man. Are you trying to interview me for the newspaper? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want I don't want your excuses. I just want pictures of Spider-Man. Dude. <laughs> I think it looks pretty dope. He's looking like Jimmy Buffett running away from the Raptors in uh, uh Jurassic World holding his martini. <laughs> <laughs> like a grunge uh Gilligan. <laughs> when you when you gotta when you gotta skate the contest at four and then you got a fly fishing trip at four thirty. <laughs> when uh, uh wait, hold on. Uh fuck man, I can't think of one earnest movie. Oh, what the fuck God. is what Ernest I was like goes to camp? when you're about to go to camp or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> so uh my friend Nick has uh, these skate shoes that are like the super fat DCs um, that are yeah. kind of coming back. Yeah. And uh, we were just absolutely ripping on them one day. And I was like, I was like, Oh shit, you got a, uh, you got grill practice after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, you brought your tall white socks and your jean shorts, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's the backwards new era hat, Fred Durst. Hey. <laughs> Dude, I like I do like a fitted. I I oh, yeah. used to wear a new era hat like all the time. Like I don't know why, man, but I got like very into that. Um, Dude, the flat brims are just nice, man. Did yeah. you shop at Lids? Mm, <laughs> only in a pinch. 
<laughs> only when i had to i was like i don't have a hat and i'm balding i think that might be part of it too is like that you get yeah. to a point where you're like all right well i gotta cover this up with something and then but I've, I've gotten to the point where i had to have like a military like prim and proper haircut for so long and i'm like i'm just gonna grow a fucking mullet yeah there you go like i'm just gonna like go full kurt russell big trouble in little china and just walk around like telling people it's all in the reflexes all day oh, yeah what do you guys think of uh theo vaughn sorry to just side hilarious like you said oh, yeah. mullet super funny yeah um why I, why do you ask i agree you don't like I him agree. Yeah. no 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 oh. i could like oh, all right I agree. Is this beef? <laughs> Where's the beef button? Hit the beef button. Who does and who doesn't like this man? Yeah, we just gotta we just gotta hit a we just gotta get a soundboard yeah. thing that you hit oh, and yeah. it just does the Wendy's. Where's, Where's the, the beef? beef? Well, it's yeah, a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a bummer that nobody wants to take the stance of I don't like Theo because I'm gonna be honest with you. Wishing. I'm gonna take an even crazier stance. I don't know who the fuck Theo Vaughn is. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, he's a comedian. <laughs> um, but he is he that like redneck dude, like the really redneck dude with the mullet? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just didn't know his name. Yeah. He yeah, yeah. like he went. He looks like he looks like Kane Brown got slapped with baby powder. Yeah. <laughs> like went to Hollywood, but he still talks like this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's just like, you know, I got a friend named Scooter down there when where I was growing up. Yeah, yeah. And 100%. he just tells he just tells one hundred percent the terrible white trash stories yeah. that we all grew up with but refuse to tell. Right. Well <laughs> I mean, like he like I would I would vouch for like he has some funny bits. Yeah, oh yeah. And like can can hold his own. I would go see, if he was coming around, I would a hundred percent go see Theo Vaughn, man. Like oh, yeah. But um, yeah. He, I mean, I, it is. It's. It is. I. One time I was working at a Brugger's Bagels, and I was uh like, uh I had just seen Larry the Cable Guy uh being a normal comedian <laughs> that was like kind of Jewish sounding, and like mm-hmm. kind of like, like he was like talking like my mother does this and that and like you know and it, like yeah. he had a funny like like 10 minutes or 5 minutes or whatever he had but it was mm-hmm. Larry the cable guy before he decided to be Larry the cable guy and um he uh hold up i was talking about it to a coworker and like my manager who was like kind of a redneck lady was just like that you know that's what's called like stage acting and like like basically like fuck you shut up about it <laughs> like at this burger but yeah. I, I didn't know so many people were connected to larry the cable guy but well have I, you guys seen it, has, it? like it has yeah. To, yeah yeah i think it all boils down to like what comedy era you grew up in because mm-hmm. like i grew up in like the blue collar comedy tour being like the biggest act on the stage oh, so like while I understand, like, generation before me not finding Larry the Cable Guy funny, like, that was my introduction into comedy. So, like, right. I have, like, a connection to Larry the Cable Guy and Ron White and Bill Ingvald and Jeff Foxworthy just because the Blue Collar Comedy Tour was yeah. so big when I was younger. Yeah. See, so, comedy is a weird, like, thing now where, uh, like, it's so I got asked at this, uh, at this um, brewery by this, uh, this comedian chick who's like who's who's like one of your favorites like what what's your influences and that's like 
immediately I was like in my head, oh shit. Yeah. It's like I got to be very careful about what my answer is because mm -hmm. they're immediately going to have opinions about me based on what it is. See, and it's, I, I hit them with, when they ask me questions like that, I hit them with like all of my unhinged comics. Oh yeah, where, dude. Well, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, dude, my number, like my number one and number two mm -hmm. right now are James Acaster and Daniel Sloss. <laughs> like, just like, like something that has nothing to do with American culture whatsoever. So you can't be mad at me. Yeah. Like, well, see, I just say Duncan Trussell and like Johnny Pemberton, because those are two of yeah. my favorite comedians. And uh, I'm pretty sure they're also from North Carolina. Mm. Yeah. But why are, you... why are so many talented people from there? What the fuck? Because there's nothing else to do, but Turn get good on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 <laughs> a lot of time to yourself around yeah. here. Yeah. Well, what was the uh wild uh or like what what was the radio dj that was uh he played weird al but it was like it's like weird oh dr demento dr demento oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he was played by rain wilson oh, in the yeah. in the weird movie with daniel radcliffe <laughs> which by the way was a phenomenal movie oh i know the most weird al accurate movie of all time yeah, yeah. up a story of himself dying in that movie he banged like, donna and like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah and daniel radcliffe does such a good job in that movie like oh, yeah. oh and then there's another part where they make a harry potter joke in front of him in the <laughs> script where dr demento like says some stuff like about magic to him yeah like in front of him <laughs> and he just awesome. and, daniel, and the weird out character of daniel radcliffe just completely grazes over it like, <laughs> yeah hell yeah that's perfect but, uh, do we want to continue to torture our ears with this song though for this song sucks okay uh yeah sure oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, hell yeah hit me with it ruin my life Wait, but this is local? Yeah, this is local. Who shot this though? So this That's... video isn't shot locally. They like they like hired a but I mean I have a music video if you want to watch it that's shot locally at Fayetteville International Airport and everything. And it's just the same level of production quality. Right. Um, because J Jaden Frost is one of the biggest names in music videos out here. And uh he's like he's like prof professional quality like he does like work with like andy schrock of like revive skateboards and like all sorts of crazy stuff okay but yeah like if you want to look up my bands it's 11 to midnight black box is the video we did with them 11 to it's pretty neat it's just the number 11 you don't gotta type it <laughs> yeah but you do and have I'm to type not, midnight i'm, I'm not it's on the not recording 12. for this this was the guy that i replaced but i'm in the video for like <laughs> all of like four seconds it's great Love it. <laughs> there you go, that first one right there. And this is what I so this is what my band sounds like. You have to be in the video. Yeah, I'm in the video. I play a, a rich like airline owner. Nice. Hell yeah. You play a rich airline owner. I, I'm on to you. There I am, right there, at the head of the table, like a champion. <laughs> when I'm dead and gone, keep me in your prayers. I'm bombed through the air with no return. Quite to get back home. Didn't you 
And then, uh, another funny anecdote. So the other screamer in this band is in my side project. So the guy I replaced, I'm in a band with as well. <laughs> Who's dog? That's uh, Meg's dog. His name is Milton. He is a star, an absolute star. Yeah. Hands down, the best character in this video. <laughs> For me, that's who the video is about. Oh yeah, it's one hundred percent about Milton. Yeah. It is. He gets. He gets the final scene, buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I called it. I was like, that dog is gonna show up. You can't show a dog in the first yeah, act. Yeah, the first act, it's got to be there in the third. Yeah. If you show a gun in the first act, it's got to go off in the third. <laughs> but, like, another note, like, while we're listening to this, that other band that we played before this is on a, on a related radio station to yeah, us. Yeah, it's not the same. It's like the only thing y'all have in common is region right and female lead singers yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's really um, all it boils down we're in the same region we have female lead singers and we have a lot of crossover fans yeah. because we play a lot of the same venues okay. i mean now that you say that female lead singer there's not many they're like we're gonna put them all together yeah but like throw me on a playlist with like june divided and paramore dude i don't want to be on a playlist with lilac <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like I'm not I'm not hating on them for getting their bag. Like do you do you, but yeah. like I'm gonna be up front and be like, I don't like your sound. You could be the greatest people in the world, but I do not like your sound. Yeah, I feel yeah. you. If if Chinese food my attitude, the song that I wrote was on the same playlist as Lilac, I would be hyped. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> like Yeah I'm taking their stock down. Like anybody <laughs> Like, it's like, all right, cool. Like, they're fucking suffering. Oh, you, you, I get one more appearance in the video uh, nice. right after Milton comes back on. Well, Milton comes on after me. But I get one more appearance, and I'm wearing a Seattle Kraken hockey jersey underneath a blazer in it. <laughs> it's just nice to know that Milton survives, honestly. That's... Oh, yeah. There is a website, actually, uh, called like does the dog die and, <laughs> and you can look up a movie with the dog in it and it'll tell you like if the dog dies and when it dies wait in in any movie yeah 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 that so you know what films to avoid right. <laughs> yeah. and their cover child is marley and me yeah it's called does the oh, dog die. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. can search like any movie but so you so like, I'm gonna search. Oh, here you go, here you go. Here's the here's here's his quintessential moment. Okay, it it says uh, the dog does not die in in Wreck It Ralph. So there we go. <laughs> Good to know. Absolute oh, yeah. star. Yeah. Milton love is it. going places. I love it. But yeah, that's that's what I do. Uh, right. So that's I have cool. weight in this debate over whether this music is bad or not. Well, I got a couple of songs to throw at you. I was yeah. in an Uber. <laughs> and i sent yes. paul a couple of songs that this guy decided he was flipping for the first like five minutes of this 20 minute ride he was just like it would be like two seconds of a station switch two seconds of a station switch you want me to hear eh. just and just then when you're him. done i just have another there. one that's a this suck song sucks so bad that i love it yeah <laughs> 
daylight coming. Well, I guess uh, Dirks. <laughs> that one. Oh, oh, god! Play that. Just play with that one. I already know. Dirks. Was this guy like? I'm gonna put you on something, and then no, like... dude. He flipped <laughs> through that... for the first five minutes. He was. It was like, like, like just flipping channels. And I was like, is it going to be 20 minutes of this guy just fucking flipping? He's like, camera? finally, perfection. And it's this song. Dude, and it was this fucking station <laughs> that just played like countless fucking terrible country songs. Oh, I like, love it. There that. was, yeah, like Kenny Chesney had one that was on there. This one, like Dirks Bentley, was probably the worst one that I heard. But there was, a... and I, I found the problem with country music isn't country music, it's pop country music yeah, because like outlaw 100%. country still slaps, still there, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I could yeah, show you, a, I could, Simpson, I could like... show you a country artist right now that is like oh, my yeah. favorite country artist of all time. Oh yeah, I could show you multiple. Who's who's yours? Mine right now, my number one right now is uh, what you call it, uh, Rustin Kelly. I don't know oh, if you guys have heard, heard of him. him. Yeah. Oh yes, so, yes. So Rustin Kelly wrote a bunch of songs for like Tim McGraw and like a bunch of other guys back in the day. And then he decided to just make his own solo music, but he calls it dirt emo country. So he's got like emo music influence in the way that he does his country music. So it's got like emo vibes to it, but like he sings in a country accent with like acoustic guitar and like, it's really good. I want to check that out. What's different about a verbal biggie? I love it. This is not going to be that. Here we go. Here we go. I can't wait to talk about my truck in my back road. <laughs> I also think that it's just kind of like this guy, like not judging you correctly. You know what I mean? Like, don't you think I'm sitting at home? No. Bet you think that I'm all alone? No. Bet you think I'm missing you and wishing you would call my phone? No. Hell no. No. <laughs> 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 that was so good. You were close. You were close. <laughs> Gonna have a good time. <laughs> 20 minutes of songs like this. Oh Dude, you know what the God. worst part is? I know I could write this. Oh, yeah. like with zero yeah. effort ever. I just, you know, you just, you just looking over there Especially in the center yeah. console. So you sitting there with your hair blowing out the window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Drink a beer, drive a back road, dirt <laughs> kicking up on the way home. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not hard. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, like, yeah, dude, mention your truck, talk about your grandma, talk about your girl. In the Ford F-150. Yeah. Talk about your dog. <laughs> you like guns. Let's go. Something about uh, make America great again. Yeah. Can't wait to see your face again. Well, you wouldn't even have to. Like, <laughs> you, could, you could just have a Y. And then, yeah. and then you have to have a horrible rhyme where you rhyme the same word with the same word. Mm-hmm. Like, it's in every single one of them. Uh, <laughs> or just yeah. repeat the same fucking thing. All the beach like, plastic red. Dude, he even brought the beach towel into this one. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. No, I, I love... You brought up a good one, uh, Red Solo Cup, where he's yeah. like, 
Oh my god. Uh, I have a guilty pleasure for that song. I know, I know, but think about the chorus to that song, which I, I can't remember the other one that I said that was like this chorus is so stupid, but Red Solo Cup, I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. Like, is the, like <laughs> yeah. I love you twice. Red Solo you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and then how much money do you think it? When he does the second frame, the only thing that changes is proceed to party. Yeah. Proceed yeah. to party. Yeah. So I bet he, that was like the best marketing for solo cups ever that they did not have to pay for. Yeah. 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 True. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking that he's like low key getting some like mm. solo cups on the down low. Not like, since no, LFO advertised for Abercrombie and Fitch without permission like as a company benefited so much you remember that fucking lfo song it was yeah. the it was a 90s song where it was like uh like boy band all right this song sucks like all right yeah, well, yeah, yeah this definitely it was like do you not remember you i guys are younger see, than see my right? my thing is like the boy bands that we had were 98 degrees yeah backstreet boys and in sync and yeah, that was yeah, the only yeah, stuff yeah. that touched us like all the other minor ones like new we didn't give a whole lot yeah. yeah new kids on the block was a little before okay, like 98 degrees and backstreet boys too yeah, yeah hold on you have to remember this song though like this, yeah, this song this was, was around it's bad too it's it's very bad yeah dude the the diamond earrings with the cropped frosted tips baby like <laughs> Kids on the block, cat a bunch of this Chinese food makes me sick. Chinese, 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 some guy who would like rape you at the office party. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Back then he was damn sexy, but now you're like, oh, okay, Keith, uh, calm down. <laughs> he looks like he never worked a day in his life. Honestly, he looks like um, he would have overdosed on heroin by Dude, the, like, the, the, wa- the wave haircut, though, yeah. the most quintessential like, 90s haircut. If you look, if you yeah. looked like this at this time, by now you'd be dead. Dude, there's a good <laughs> I know what guy did look like this at this time. Hey, man, listen, <laughs> girls, when girls stop by for the summer, for the summer, you better whip out the Schwinn <laughs> yeah. sting right dude. <laughs> dude, you gotta, you gotta have the scraper bike, dude. Like, you gotta have them rims on lock. <laughs> uh but yeah that's a song that um awesome. i i thought promoted uh a product but oh, i got one more all right all right hold on they get one of those yeah all right what what else so, so this is my song that's so bad that i love it and i know landon loves it too but it's a typical story by hobo johnson okay. oh yeah yeah, it's so bad. It is so bad, but I fucking love it. And the music yeah. video is amazing. Nice. Hobo Johnson. Yeah, like I'm I'm trash, but I actually I like 
I, it's I love terrible music sometimes, but this one yeah. is so bad that it's good. This, like there's a level of yeah, there's a level of this, terrible where this, you just yeah. become good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. Like, it's that video. I enjoyed Peach Scones as well. Like, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty good. They had, he had a huge like blow up from doing an NPR like session. Yeah, and everybody either hated him or loved him, and that yeah, was like the two completely despised two him, but, or you were like, "This is amazing." But everybody who loved him was like, "This is so bad that I love it." Yeah. Like, yeah. I never met anybody who was like, "He's the greatest uh, artist of all time. He's breaking boundaries." No, they're like, "Dude, he's bad, but I love it." Yeah. <laughs> also, like in a lot of his stuff, he's just like being very honest. Is you know like. I work at a fucking Domino's. Life sucks. Like yeah, it's, I got it's broken the, up it's with. It's quintessential millennial angst. Okay. Like okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't expect when you said Hobo Johnson, I didn't expect what I'm seeing on the screen right now. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like <laughs> like uh, his name I'm is Hobo Johnson. Yeah, I, it's like I it's like punk something rap. Very different than yeah. what I'm seeing on the screen. It's like now. it's like poetic punk rap is okay. what I would describe yeah. it as. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, we're in for it. <laughs> like, all right. We gotta be. We gotta be honest with this one. All right. Yeah. All right. Me and Landon are already like, it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true. Does this song suck? Oh yeah. Everybody I've met from y'all's generation yeah, is like, suck. this is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> all right. This is what our generation. Come on. Yeah. I'm only you people. <laughs> all right. Hold the singer and the guitarist and the drummer find they're in love with each other it's the story of the kid who clearly won't know what to say for the love of this life starts to calmly walk away and it's the story of the dad who decides to change his dream he quits his job he falls apart and he loses everything and it's the story of the kid who just wants to make a record love and and the music video is amazing of everything staying the same or worsening so what's the point of finding calm what calm to me so settling settle down little kid your bones are shaking in your skin go and try and take a breath all right i like it i like it it. so like my whole thing is like he's he blends punk and rap so perfectly like i'm not a big fan of his other stuff but like this one in particular like i got subjected to this song on repeat for like an entire year straight because they put it on the NHL 22 soundtrack or something like that. And I play that game religiously because like I'm a big hockey fan and it's what I do. But like, and it was on the soundtrack. Everybody I played with was like, this is the worst song on the soundtrack. I was like, no, it's a bop, dude. (laughs) Hell yeah. This line right here. That's just dope. Yeah, like, and the, the yeah. music video makes it like yeah. even better. But it is bad. Like what objectively, guy, like no, 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 no. like what's this guy's name? Hobo Johnson. Hobo yeah. Johnson. So objectively, like musically, it is technically bad. Yeah. Like it's technically bad. What? But for some reason it's so bad that it's good. That it's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
it's also like it's relatable and i think that's yeah. the thing that gets a lot of people like i wish there was a zoidberg that says your music's bad and you should feel good yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> it's bad but you get a pass yeah. <laughs> your music's bad but relatable <laughs> yeah i mean dude it, it's just the same thing of like when you were saying um the country music that it's like i could like so that like that's kind of the the thing about that I realize with this song sucks and it's all like tongue in cheek. Like we understand like who the hell are we to like shit on anybody that oh, like yeah, if we dude. know the song, you're already <laughs> dude, doing that, better than yeah. us by a hundred percent. Like yeah. we try to make music, but like we fail at it. Yeah. So if like, yeah, absolutely. Like that shit would be easy to write. Same punching thing with up the country. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Punching up. And, uh, but if so, just I guess See, let's the, learn the, how to write that music. The thing like, I find I ha- though is like with like Hobo Johnson, like he grinded to get to where he was, right? Whereas, like, a country singer, all you have to do is have a s- southern accent, right. some sort of like I don't know, present, man. some sort of presence to be able to hold a note for at least two seconds and then look pretty. And then they just find you in Nashville on the street. And they're like, Hey, do you want to be the next big country star? And they're like, here you yeah. go. Do we have 18 ghostwriters that wrote a song about a dirt road? Here you go. Enjoy fame. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, that's, that's my big problem times. with pop country. It's not that these guys have been grinding forever and they've been mm-hmm. kicking at music for a really long time. A lot of them are just dudes that they're like, you're hot. You have yeah. a country accent. You can hold a tune. Here you go. Here's 18 writers. Go make an album and we'll give you $16 million. That's Uh, Nashville, baby. uh, I feel like you should just go to Nashville, go to the gym, just get fucking swole and then talk with a country accent. Be like, how's it going? You know, look, I came here to sing you a couple songs. I mean, I came came here to sing you a couple songs about a back road (laughs) just right in the side seat of my truck. You can do it. Fist in a dragon. Yeah. The, the good version of this though is listener and if you don't know who listener is like they do like spoken word stuff but it's like really fucking well written and there's a lot of like double meaning oh yeah and then you've got bands like law dispute that do it too and then you've got you know um hotel books does it really well you know what i was listening to that was spoken word is uh william shatner common people he does it really oh well. yeah have you ever heard that william so it's it's fucking have you ever heard eloquently it's a band (laughs) called pulp do you have you ever heard understand the words that are coming out of my mouth dude (laughs) when i when i tell you all right so there's a band called pulp and they do a song called common people (laughs) william shatner did a cover that was also like co-produced by uh dave grohl and like fucking it was like some of the like uh jack black and fucking kyle glass played on it and like <laughs> like it's fucking cool as shit man but um this sounds like something that jack white would put out <laughs> his label like it was really fucking cool <laughs> but his version of common people top notch as far as uh should we should we listen to it now? Sure, man. All right, man. I mean, we've already we've already passed the copyright threshold. We might as well go for it. All right. <laughs> Nobody listens. Watch, to this watch. The only one that's gonna get copyright stricken <laughs> is my own song. Yeah, watch. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your yeah, your bandmates are like, nah, uh. 
No. No, you don't. No, we don't get no. <laughs> I'll give them I'll give them all the money that we make off of it. Yeah. All of the yeah, money. all of the negative forty eight dollars. <laughs> I mean if you ask you me forty eight dollars for playing your song. Everything SS fees if I can you gotta pay for my podcast jam. hosting service this yeah. month, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's um, a dope song. Huh? That's a dope song. So I, I was just I had it pulled up on the other screen here. Are you uh, listening to it? All right, yeah. hold on. I yeah. got it. I got it pulled up here. Okay. Hold on. Oh, I can't wait for this. You've never heard this one. No. She came from Greece. She had a thirst for knowledge. She studied St. <laughs> Martin's College. That's where I... Yeah. Why does this sound like the in- intro to a Wes Anderson film? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Okay, so I'll have a rum and Coca-Cola. She said, fine. And in 30 seconds time, she said, I want to live like common people. I want to do whatever common people do. I want to sleep with yeah. common people. I want to sleep with common if, people. If I ever like get you. good at skateboarding again, this is going to well, be my what first time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll film a part with you. Hit a handrail right when it comes back in. Yeah. Even though I've never hit a handrail in my life, I don't know why, but I had to start it somewhere. So, but yeah, it's a song about class structure, and uh, William Shatner like just goes off. There's there's parts where people come in and sing, but it's one of my favorite. Like, dude, spoken word, well done. Like common people, you want to see whatever common people see. You want to sleep. And this song was sponsored by Priceline. It's a nice palette. (laughs) (laughs) Was he Priceline or Travelocity? Travelocity. Travelocity was the known. So I think he was Priceline. Priceline. Yeah, Priceline.com. Yeah, Yeah. and in the middle of the song, he just comes in with with. Save money using Priceline. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it like him and his daughter sometimes? It was him like and Kaylee Cuoco. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, have you guys seen the um the like it, I think it was a Comic Con, the um Rocket Man, William Shatner. Yeah, so yeah. I see that on the uh, side here. Audio restored. William Shatner, quote unquote, sings Rocket Man. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah Have you ever seen him? I'm a Rocket yeah, Man. It's just him talking Rocket Man. Yeah, it's great, man. He's smoking a fucking cigarette. And it's yeah. apparently... That's exactly how I picture William Shatner doing one of these pieces. It's just sitting there in like a velour robe yeah. with a white t shirt on underneath it and some black slacks, barefoot, smoking a cigarette. While holding a book with the lyrics in his hand, just going, I want to live like common people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you want to do whatever common people do. Yeah. It's amazing, man. It's just, a, it's just a copy of Good Night Moon with the lyrics taped to it. <laughs> He's like, it makes me feel good when, when I look at it. <laughs> it's a leather-bound version of Good Night Moon. I don't oh. know that it existed, but he has it. Stars on the cover. and I think my favorite William Shatner cameo of all time was in the movie Fanboys. So, I think I've seen that. So the plot of Fanboys is uh, one of their friends, ha- one of the friends in this group has terminal cancer. 
and uh, episode one of Star Wars is coming out. Okay. And they're like big Star Wars fans. And they get their whole group of friends from childhood back together. And they're trying to break into the Skywalker ranch to watch the movie before it releases so that he could see it before he dies. Okay. And there's a scene where they're like, they're trying to get the plans for Skywalker ranch to know how to break in. And they have to go to a Star Trek convention to get the plans. And they have to say a passcode to the guy who's like the door and say like, call like say that they're looking for scruffy nerf herder. Okay. And uh, they like walk up and they're like, we're looking for the nerf herder. And he's like, hmm? he's like the scruffy nerf herder. And he like grabs him and like throws him into the side room. And then all of a sudden you just see a book hit the ground. And then William Shatner rounds the corner. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, don't tell anybody where you got these. <laughs> There's also a scene in that movie where, where uh, Seth Rogen fights Seth Rogen. Oh, really? So okay. Seth Rogen plays a character who's a fan of Star Wars and a character who's a fan of Star Trek. And there's a fight scene where they like do like a wall of death and they run at each other. So mm. technically, in canon for that movie, both of Seth Rogen's characters fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I love that. What, what movie? Fanboys. Oh, okay. I've seen it, but I can't remember it very well. So Seth Rogen plays like the main like Star Trek nerd. It's okay. like it's like name one Star Trek villain with a with a breathing disorder, <laughs> like, uh, okay. you know. And yeah, then he yeah. also plays the pimp in Vegas, okay, who has like the tattoo of Jar Jar on his back. <laughs> <laughs> and they like they like there's a scene where like they where he's where he's like uh, the Star Trek Seth Rogen calls Han Solo a bitch, mm. and uh, and the other Seth Rogen character overhears him and he goes, nobody calls Han Solo. A bitch, and then they run at each other. <laughs> oh yeah. Spoilers, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, it is on. It's on Prime Video. Um, I was actually looking up where to watch this because it sounds nice. funny. Yeah. Oh, dude, I own it. So we'll have a Discord session where we show it to all the boys. Fuck yeah. On yeah, Discord, and, and of course we'll all pay for it. You know. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just, I'm definitely not sharing my login. We're I'm... definitely not, not using Watch Party, and I definitely don't have my Discord settings set for me to stream video illegally. Landon, <laughs> I'm just seeing. Is your headphone it's taped? Yeah, on that side. I was there when he all... broke it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was I like, actually, I am I tripping it. or? All right. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Really expensive headset, so you know. I yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, fuck it, I'll tape it. I have oh, it. Work, yeah. But it's yeah, not it's like it's not noise canceling. This thing not uh, as right. fancy. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you still got to teach us how to use like the Discord like multi. Oh yeah, thing that's cool. Because yeah, like well, what, yeah. what? We'll just have you guys back for another episode. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, probably. So, I was actually thinking when we have that. uh the whole D and D thing, um, we can release that like on yeah. both podcasts if you want. I'm sure. down. Fuck yeah. yeah. So what we're what we'll do is we'll we'll bring you in. Uh, so you have to have a DAW or a video editing software to edit the audio down. Okay. Once you get it off, but like so like 
like you know fruity loops would work or like we have uh, we use yeah Yeah. so we use we use filmora for all of our editing because landon subscribes to filmora because he does a lot of audio work and he has also has another audio uh uh, yeah i use rx10 um yeah rx10 is fucking expensive (laughs) no fucking expensive so i bought it on like a mega sale pretty much and it was like 140 dollars, but it's normally like 600 um and i run our audio through that and that's how everything ends up you know coming out like crisp i run everyone's lines through it and it actually has uh, a repair assistant and you run the assistant and it analyzes all of the audio and every line of the audio and it suggests edits to make mm. like yeah, if there's so like, like a air creek like yeah. that kind of thing yeah 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 because yeah, i also have the chair creek that's that's yeah. another common thing <laughs> oh and then landon's favorite thing because i chew tobacco on the podcast is he'll go in anytime that he hears me spit uh-huh. like on it he doesn't edit it out he makes it louder nice. yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, and there's one episode where uh like all throughout the episode he was spitting and i progressively made it louder Nice. <laughs> until like at a certain point you just hear like this static sound just this <laughs> and like that was him spinning it was just distorted because it was raised by like 30 highly decibels. condensed oh, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i had to like to make it louder at a certain point i had to pull it into my workspace alone just the sound of him spitting export it pull it in again and then increase the volume of that one <laughs> like, i was dedicated to this bit mm. we have uh, that's a high production bit. value joke <laughs> yeah yeah there's dope. another one um we had our friend jimmy on the podcast and every <laughs> time he says texas um there's a banjo sound that plays <laughs> and that gets like progressively louder because yeah. like, he says uh, texas a lot a lot <laughs> well, yeah what banjo sound is it like the uh ding 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 uh the deliverance yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. dueling banjos yeah. yeah of course it's a royalty free version of that like when the nine club had to change their theme song from funky town to whatever the new one is it's Definitely Funky Town, but yeah, they fucked up some notes on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, off-brand Walmart brand. Yeah, it's that great value Funky Town, dude. <laughs> hey, you take me to Musty Town. <laughs> Musty. I love when we do uh, like the fake ad reads because we've done that like three or four times now. Um, we had one for Dumb Bitch Juice in one episode. <laughs> um, oh fuck, what was the uh? There was some kind of diet dumb bitch juice that Johnny had come up with <laughs> in that episode. Uh, the, why, other, the other one why, that I will why always... is it diet? I don't even remember. But the yeah. other one that I'll always love is the kids are fast, but nothing's faster than a John Deere combine <laughs> harvester. <laughs> uh, I love our cold opens. I and I remember those came about because we were like, how do we even open a podcast? That's how cool. do we start and right, i was right. like what if we just say something absolutely ridiculous and we just fade in and it sounds yeah. like we were already having a conversation and yeah. it worked i think That's i cool, have a total man. of like two of the cold opens on our episode 
Because <laughs> Landon's always like, I have a really good one. I was like, I have an okay one. He's like, we're doing the really good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you've got a lot banked. Yeah. yeah. Just have yeah. them written down. Because I had one for a while where I wanted to just come into an episode where I was just like, and that's why I told that bitch to shove it up her ass and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, mine. no, 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 no. We're doing mine. <laughs> I got one. I think that was the John Deere one. Like, when yeah, I mentioned nice. that, I was like, okay, well, here's, here's my. <laughs> I think that I is think the, I think is that is the Jimmy episode too. Mm. Yeah, it is. Uh, I wanted to do a fake John Deere um, oh, and then the John Deere cinematic universe. Yeah, we have the JDCU. I, I, oh, yeah, okay, dude. do you remember how that whole universe is set up? I don't remember the whole setup. I just remember reminding you about it while we were playing Gotham Knights. Because, like, so we were playing Gotham Knights, which is the new, like, Batman game where you right. play as, like, Robin or Red Hood yeah, or Batgirl yeah. or Nightwing. And I unlocked a, a paint scheme for the Bat Cycle that was green and yellow. Okay. And I was like, oh, look. This game is now officially a part of the John Deere cinematic universe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember what it was now. Okay, it took me a second, but I know what the John Deere cinematic universe is. So I was looking up uh, what the cost would be to license John Deere, like for an ad. Um, and it's like millions of dollars. Right. But I was like, what if we licensed them and then made an entire film series? that's <laughs> like the john deere cinematic universe and we like completely rip off marvel um but start it's like we start ridiculous. like buying access to other ips and like pulling them into the john deere cinematic universe Dude. so like you got like like michael j fox from back to the future <laughs> like we <laughs> and then you got to get the milwaukee drill and then it's just like a battle between milwaukee drills and john deere tractors nice <laughs> I, dude i think honest to god like maybe because i like we come from like a, a different era where like i think you could honestly like have like like he-man was created off of just toys and shit like that. And then they had like corporate logos that were like, like people were wild about Ronald McDonald. Like if you <laughs> created a, a John Deere universe where it's like some superhero that's also an advertisement for John Deere, but he's yeah. like, I don't know yeah. what he does. Yeah. He cuts well, lawns really it, fast. Was, uh... But like, uh, <laughs> the sidekicks, the edger. You know? Right. Yeah. 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 Edge yeah. boy. Gotham Knights. <laughs> yeah. On Gotham Knights, we were playing Gotham Knights. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. And, I get uh, that. And no, but we were playing it, and Robin's color scheme is green and yellow in the game, and then Red Hood is red. So we were playing, and I was like, I am Jonathan Deere, superhero, and this is my sidekick, Milwaukee Driller. <laughs> Dude, I think that they would have even, like, if they could have sold a John Deere, like, there was, like, like Mr. Clean and, like, like corporate logos that it was like, fuck yeah, I was excited when I saw those commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think it would be amazing to try and come up with, like, a, like, time accurate what would have what if john deere tried to appeal to kids through a cartoon <laughs> in 1994 and it's like john deere man like the brawny man or something no like it just that. Like, he, he would just be what? jonathan deere well like and he would john wear a green yeah. cardigan <laughs> with a yellow tie and he would just walk around 
and he like grass would grow as he walks past and he'd just be followed by a tractor that was cutting the grass everywhere yeah, he went. Right. <laughs> or is and, it and it'd like be a, a cartoon tractor? This name is like Tractary. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a night rider thing where he's like <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got a John Deere harvester that just has like kit installed. Its name is Dear John. Um, <laughs> oh god. No, its name <laughs> is Buck. Like oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. with the okay. yeah. Like, but it's a tr- but it's a no it's a riding lawnmower yeah that's what it is yeah, yeah it's buck and he's he's a stubborn lawnmower and the only man who was able to tame him was john was Deere. john Deere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he harvested and then we make a spirit like spirit like uh of the west like the the horse movie movie where it's just tractors in place of the horses yeah. See the way that like you were describing it, I was imagining like Secretariat, but like <laughs> but with a John Deere. <laughs> no, man, I think it's like GI Joe, where it's just like they have to like go defeat like I don't know, fucking like Black and Decker, or yeah. maybe not that. They got uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe we avoid <laughs> that one. Avoid yeah, but yeah, they gotta they gotta take down Big Coleman. Yeah, Sears, <laughs> yeah. Sears. yeah. I'm trying to think of other tractor brands. <laughs> We're going to get uh, well-versed in tractors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. So if if you ride it, you got to do the research. So let's yeah. check out a bunch of other tractor commercials. Yeah, and the only way to build a tractor garage is with tractor beams. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, so it becomes almost like an X-Files. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. The tractors. Really? The deer tractor files. Deer. All this cattle goes missing. The JD files. <laughs> Come with me through the spooky lot. Just halfway through. It starts as like it starts as a normal kid show and then it goes into X Files for the second. So it's half just of the it's season. just the regular show. Yeah. But yeah. with tractors. Yeah. Yeah. I've never watched regular so, show. So it's regular so regular show is hands down like there was a whole debate in our generation for a while of which was better, Adventure Time or Regular Show. I'd say Adventure and Time. And I'm on the Regular Show side because uh. because JG Quintel, the guy who like made um, Regular Show, originally made it as an Adult Swim program, was yeah. the original concept for it. Didn't they come on? And late? then they just kind of like dieted it down and took out the swearing and then made it a kids show. Right. So like when you're a stoned ass adult watching it, you're like, I see what they were doing. But when okay. you're a kid, you're like, this is innocent. Right, right. right. So, but like with Adventure Time, you're like, this is a kid show. Like yeah. the whole well, time. Like, like there are some humor right. that would go over a kid's head, but like not as much as regular show. Like regular yeah. show, like they rip open a like like a black hole in one episode that just starts eating people and stuff. Like it gets crazy. Okay. Yeah, and it starts out as like like Benson, their boss, who's like this gumball machine guy. Uh, yeah. He's like, you guys need to like go stack these fucking chairs, and like, their whole job is just they work in a park, and somehow they, you know, they end up fighting like intergalactic beings uh, in that <laughs> time. But uh, it's also got this like almost like dark humor to it that made it a little more than a kids show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's the reason a yeah. lot of kids are so fucking. I remember it's the Blue Jay and, and the, the yeah. Raccoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, like, so the original animation that JG did to like pitch the show was two gas station clerks 
yeah, working two in the a.m. p.m. Yeah, two in the a.m. p.m. It's two gas station clerks, and they like do acid, like <laughs> right before like a cop walks in. Yeah. And like one of them really doesn't want to do acid, but he got like dosed with it. Yeah. And he's like, I'm a gumball machine. This is so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so like, and like these cops walk in and he's like freaking out. And he's like, and at one point, like Mordek, the guy who plays Mordecai in the show yeah, is, a blue, yeah. is the other guy who gave him the acid. Okay. And he like, just like turns his dial and eats one of his gumballs, like in the middle of the scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All kinds of implications. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pops, like when they invented the character Pops, it was like a restaurant scene, and it was a, he's a diplomat from Lolly Lolly World or whatever, like a lollipop world, mm. and he tries to pay the the cashier in fucking lollipops, <laughs> like, and Pops it gets really was one unhinged. Of the first, like voices I learned how to do actually. Mm. Wait, like, um, do it. Okay, well, let's see. Say, let's uh. See. Um, hold on. Uh, just say, <laughs> no, say no, no, no. Say Liv Tyler's classic line, uh, from Lord of the Rings one. If you want him, come and get him. Okay. As... Oh, God damn it. it! God damn it! Hold do on, it, do it again. Do it again. Yeah, okay. Tim, Tim, damn. Yeah, it's just like just Fuck. out of rage for Zoom. <laughs> Uh, Back up from the mic and do it. No, no, no. Yeah. No, you're, you're doing. I think you're going, like I think right you're going like this. I think you're going like. I did. Dim. I think that's what you're doing. I, he he just speaks so loud, like. Ah. Uh, Tim. Come, Tim. Uh, <laughs> like it's yeah. So <laughs> like pops is like this. Oh, good shit. Wait, isn't isn't Justin Roiland uh the lemon guard in lemon, in, lemon in, grab? Yeah. And and he just yells, yeah. right? Unacceptable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh so did I already talk about this that like I had like the most like it was not manic depressive, it was like depressive and then manic weekend <laughs> where it was like Saturday. I got on the couch and I had been watching uh, Return of the King the night before and I fell asleep. Yeah. So I watched the rest of that and then I turned on The Hobbit. Did I, did, yeah, you already talked about this. Did I talk about like how that it's weird that it's for kids? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I already yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, all yeah, of this. Yeah. God <laughs> damn it. Never mind. <laughs> what a great idea <laughs> i wrote it yeah, down yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i wrote it down because it was like don't forget to talk about this you wanted to yep but two hours have gone by <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes though man uh, yeah, yeah. you know well <laughs> oh you got my phone too man. oh yeah <laughs> it's his now <laughs> I forgot I to tell you this, but I am you now. <laughs> I'll be taking all of Chris Tobin's calls. <laughs> Hello, this is Paul Tobin, no, Chris I Tobin's would, assistant. I, um, would, I would never. Would you like your Uber to be an Uber XL, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Take no calls. <laughs> Hell no. Can you imagine that, dude? Like, that's a funny bit to an executive assistant who's afraid to make a phone call. (laughs) Yeah, he makes his Uber drivers answer the phone. He's like, (laughs) take this. And they're like, what? 
hello? <laughs> and they're like, is the money there? And they're like, oh, huh. they they want to know if the money's there. He's like, I don't know. You're going to have to call someone else and ask them. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and it turns out that the Uber drivers are the greatest secretary this guy's ever had. So the person just never gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> Just that one flaw. <laughs> All right, hold on. How long? What? How long have we been going? Uh, about two hours. Okay, I think. Well, I guess we could hold it. I guess we could hold it up to the camera. But uh, do you want to do a little uh, good bad joke? Good bad jokes. See, I don't even need the page. Nice. I just That's have good up. bad jokes because I grew up On with a deck. father. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, hold on. I may have some. These are mainly bad. <laughs> this one is terrible. How right. many apples grow on trees? All of them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's the right answer. That's a good riddle. I've already said this one to you guys before, but this is my favorite good bad joke of all time. Okay. What did the fish say when he swam into a concrete wall? Fuck. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. All right. This is weird. A woman is on trial for beating her husband to death with his guitar collection. Uh, judge says, first offender. She says, no, a Gibson. Then <laughs> <Ben> offender. <laughs> That's possibly the best that's, one. Like, that's right. a bad joke. Should, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Should we like? Uh, so uh, I have one. Um, all right. This is like one of my favorites. Uh, how can you find Will Smith in the snow? Look for the Fresh Prince. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. All right. I like. That. <laughs> I know that one. That's one yeah. of my favorites. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What's the next one on? Dude, this one. How do you make number one disappear? How do you make number one? Flesh it. <laughs> <laughs> you add a G and it's gone. Hold on. Oh, because one is O and E. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is that? I, is that? <laughs> okay. I love this bad. All right, this is my favorite one. This is this is a classic video game joke. Okay. Okay. What is Mario's favorite fabric to wear underground? Denim, denim, denim. Uh, denim, denim, right. denim. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> if you were at a if you were at a Comic Con, 
and you were doing stand up. That would hit. Yeah. That would hit. You gotta yeah. hit that. One. <laughs> I, okay. you know what? I I have a good. You got, you got one. That's Come like on. A, good. Kind of a, a a little short story from the other day. Like okay. I was, right. was pissed at this dude from work, and uh, I was talking <laughs> to one of my coworkers, and uh, I was talking shit, and I was like, he looks like he gets all his fucking vitamins from Gatorade. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Dude, one of my favorite insults, like, and uh, uh, I don't. Oh, I do remember where it came from, but it's just bizarre. Like, uh, if you tell somebody, like, "What's wrong with you? Did they run out of shampoo at the Rite Aid?" <laughs> like, like, like it, it's just insulting. It's first of all, your hair looks greasy, and then second of all, you look like you buy your shampoo at Rite Aid. Like, it's it's doubly bad. Like, oh man, I I can't wait till I can. I heard use the that I so heard the funniest jokes. one the other day, and it was like it was like some skaters were like making fun of some poser kid, and they're like, "Would you put on your cologne today?" Ode de Poser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when I was a, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I would wear cologne to the skate park because you never knew if a girl was going to be there, which I admit is pretty weird. But um, if you weren't doused in forty cans of Axe body spray, did you uh, live through the early two thousands? I mean, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. yeah. I also just smelled <laughs> bad. People used to cloud park. that shit in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. You went to the skate park smell. back in the day, and it smelled like a holoster, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, so holoster and ass. because yeah. <laughs> there was still All that one crust punk guy who refused to All be ass. ass. <laughs> All an ass, nice. Hall and ass stir. stir. <laughs> it's it's an advertisement for a Hemi. Um, <laughs> what? What do you get from a pampered cow? What do you get from a pampered cow? I don't know an easy easy way to answer that. I don't know. No, 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 no. Give it. Let okay. hit me. Uh, separation <laughs> anxiety when you eat it. I don't. I don't <laughs> You're sad to kill it. Acceptable yeah. answer. <laughs> I mean, why am I killing Melissa? Pampered <laughs> cow. All right. Uh, what do you get from a pampered cow? You get spoiled milk. Uh, uh, what did the chocolate farmer say when he was counting his animals? Lisa. What did the chocolate farm? Hold on. Yeah, hold what on. did the chocolate what farmer the cho- say when he was counting his animals? <laughs> I have no. so many more questions. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he would simply look out into his field and say, "Brown chicken, brown cow." No, 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 no. That's I don't like that chip. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Hey, I learned these all when I was seven years old. <laughs> you want to re- hear a riddle? No. Yeah, you want to hear a riddle? <laughs> Railroad crossing. Watch for cars. Can you spell that without any R's? 
Um, railroad crossing, watch for cars. Can you spell that without any R's? Okay, the Riddler. Uh, Hold on. No, 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 no. It's so simple. I had, say it again. T-H-A-T. Yep, that's right. the answer. All right. Oh, oh. <laughs> Fuck, right. man. Well, that's enough. God damn it. All right. <laughs> I was like, rail, railroad. You're like, A I L O A D. <laughs> you got me for a minute there. You got me. What? <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, I, when I was watching The Hobbit, it was like uh, 52, or no, it was like 30 white soldiers stand on the hill. Oh, they yeah. mash, they gnash. And then uh, they stand still. And then, yeah, and it was yeah. teeth. teeth. You don't have 30 teeth, right? Isn't it like 27, something like that? That's Yeah, but if you count wisdom teeth back before they were extracting them, then 20, you do have 30. 28. 28. Oh. Yeah, I don't, mm, I don't have 30. <laughs> Hobbits, yeah. <laughs> well, because you would, have, you would have to think that at that time they weren't extracting wisdom teeth. Do veneers count? Huh? Like when Tolkien wrote the Adults book. Adults have 32 teeth, apparently. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, 32. Well, then it's doubly wrong. Well, let's <laughs> look at here. Four. Tolkien, man. It's Gollum. <laughs> he was missing the other two. Smoke. No. He... <laughs> well, because in the movie... Oh, my God, man. There was so much shit. He was leaving shit. room for error. There was so much shit that I was just like, this was not in the book. I read it. Actually, actually, all of those riddles... Are in no, no, no. Stores. All the yeah. all the riddles are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, there was so much shit, and like I tried to watch all three, and good God, man, like none of that shit was in the Hobbit. <laughs> well, you got to keep in mind if they followed the book, it would be the world's most boring movie. It would be one movie. Yeah, it would that. I think that was the problem. They were like, "How can we, we stretch this, this into yeah. nine hours? Yeah. It can't yeah. be How this can we one make one movie, fifteen hours." Long? Right. It's okay because Lord of the Rings gave me my new favorite hobby, uh, party activity. It's called Gandalfing. You show up to a party, you smoke a pipe, you talk to the shortest person in the room, and then you leave. we used to we used to play a game we'd put on a lord of the rings movie and try and go hit for hit with every character on screen so every time somebody's like (laughs) drawing off a pipe you like take a take a draw and and, like you will fall asleep very quickly (laughs) gandalf alone would put you in a fucking no man there's like like that first (laughs) scene where he's just like Sitting there, like by the fire, crazy, just like no, he's fucking cheap in that whole time. <laughs> and so you're like, you know what the funny thing is, that's totally how I smoke a pipe when I smoke a pipe, is Gandalf style. It's just like you know, say some really unhinged shit and then just go. All right, so I need to find a glass maker that makes like the long pipe, you know, but like that's literally dirty enough. Literally, just look up any Colorado dispensary; they sell yeah. Gandalf pipes at all of them. Oh, uh, sure. And they sh- they can ship the pipes anywhere. They just can't ship the weed anywhere. They send you Gandalf. I think I actually have a Gandalf. I got pipe Jerry Garcia house. in a pouch, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember that yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah. What a what about Jim Brewer? Yeah. It says it was Andy Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
So uh, we were on the it's the bad jokes thing. Um, yeah. One thing that I've been thinking about a lot while I've been uh, writing oh, Clementine is that like every five seconds is a, a joke that makes you sigh. <laughs> like, it's like there's this bit where like like there's these guards and they're like like come on let's get him other guards and they're like you you don't know our names do you and he's like i do mason and he's like okay all right sorry i was starting to doubt you for a second <laughs> nice. little bits uh, like that I, but i love jokes that make you just like Fucking really? Can we can we spoil my favorite joke from Clementine ever though? Yeah. So there's a scene where Clementine walks into a bar to get information, oh, and he God. walks in, and the guy, the bartender goes, "What are you having?" And he's like, "Says I'll just take your finest brew," and then he like slides the glass, and Clementine doesn't catch it, and he just goes, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> the like, glass like were... shatters on the wall beside him. He's <laughs> like, he's like, "What?" Well, I thought you're supposed to catch it. He goes, "What? The, what a terrible thing to do to somebody!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he like storms out without getting the information and like blows the doors open. And my character Teddy's standing outside. And he goes, "So what'd you find out?" And he goes, "Nothing. People here are dicks." <laughs> so then, so then Teddy walks in, and then just does a quick cut to Teddy coming out. <laughs> and Clementine goes, "Did you find anything out?" He goes, "No. People here are dicks." <laughs> well, so it's not the quick cut there. Um, when Teddy walks in, uh, they do that whole exchange again, essentially. Yeah. Like he walks in, he's like, did that guy start a, a fight with you? And the bartender's like, oh my God, yeah, that was like a whole thing. And he's like, all right, well, I'll just, I'll, I'll have whatever he was having. And you hear him like fill up the glass and then you hear the glass slide across the, like the table and then shatter. And Johnny's character's like, why would you do that? And then, <laughs> then it just cuts to him blowing the doors open. People here are dicks. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Every but... time we write a Clementine scene, I'm like, somebody's going to take this and turn it into an adult cartoon at some point. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I well, I mean,. <laughs> Like you could you could film it uh always sunny in Philadelphia side so, like just yeah. like get it like really See, that's basic why like, we're doing, shot um, in a the huh? audio drama style of it is because like we don't have to have much of a budget essentially and we have so many friends in like the content creation like spectrum that we can cast in roles and like you know, think like a, a scene with like a bunch of dragons and explosions and crazy shit. It's going to cost like millions of dollars to produce, but yeah. you do it in audio form well enough, then like, you know, a whole five episodes will cost maybe a couple hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's kind of the thought process with that. Yeah. You could almost back animate an audio drama. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like uh, the show Midnight Gospel on Netflix is just. Uh, a lot of the audio is interview clips from Duncan Trussell's podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody just, just went back it. and yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, you can uh, kind of edit word. So it's yeah. the animator for adventure time. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, if we got the, if we got Pendleton Ward or JT Quintel to do Clementine, <laughs> that'd be the greatest shit ever. <laughs> That's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. All right. So, 
You said you had a poop story. Listen as me wait. The tales of which you are about to hear can only be described as story. I also have a poop story. It was a cold, dark night <laughs> in the desert of California. Location, Fort Irwin Training Center, California. <laughs> I awoke from my slumber in the middle of the night, wishing to use the restroom. Though I knew the Porter John was only a few feet away, it was a very dramatic run. As I opened the door, to my surprise and shock and horror, upon the seat of which I was to sit to make my wonderful dookie-doo-doo <laughs> was a turd the size of my forearm oh, no. stretched oh, no. across <laughs> the base of the seat. <laughs> As I stumbled outwards from the Porter John to go to the one next to it, I noticed it was occupied. A fairy terrible turn of events. So, being of sound mind and body, and knowing that I had gloves that were disposable in my cargo pocket, I used my glove as a weapon to swat said toilet into the bowl. Oh, oh God. So you obviously you smacked <laughs> you the turd. The the turd. Yes. And then I proceeded to use a copious amount of baby wipes to clean said stall. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. And as I sat down to do my business, I simply farted. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, so it was a total fart. Yes, it, it was totally bullshit. I had to clean up somebody's uh, shit, and then when I sat down, I only had to fart. And then the most like crazy part of that story is I looked over, and there was a Porter John poem right next to me that said, here I sit, brokenhearted, came to shit, shit but only farted. farted. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. That's a good Oh, my God. No, <laughs> oh, man. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then that same rotation at NTC, which is like the the desert training site for the military, we had a we like did this thing that's called jumping, where like you move like all of your equipment from here to here to here to here, and there was one jump where we beat the toilets there. Hmm. So everybody, it was like poop chaos for people. Right. During that, like two days while we were waiting for the Porter Johns to show up, people were like literally like digging holes in between like trailer tires and then like <laughs> setting their ass in between the tires and shitting into the hole and then burying it. And like, you like, do they're like, right. there's like, if you saw an MRE box, you had to like be curious, like, you'd have to like look and make sure there was no hole cut in the top of it for people to shit in it. Like, it was, it was bad. Uh, it was bad. Oh, yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. Just Dude, the army is one giant shit story. I mean, I can't <laughs> like, imagine. I've heard. Like. Yeah. There are people Literal who got. And... There are people who literally got a hundred and hundred and ten percent disability, which is where you get a hundred and ten percent of the rank above you above you's pay as a medical discharge mm. for having to be around burning shit piles. Yeah, I. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. I heard uh, about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there was like on. Uh, uh, and people were like hallucinating from yeah. like the methane burn. And like the smoke from the methane and shit, like that's wild. So you get a wild shit trip, and then that's just a Tuesday for me. Hey, yeah. <laughs> then you get paid out. Yeah, so it's that like ayahuasca, Duke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. You hear about those payouts, you're like, <laughs> was yeah. it? Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude, I definitely stirred some shit. Uh, <laughs> that would be. I was out there burning all the shit, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if it if it if it's flammable, I was burning that shit. I tell you what. Also, uh, that's not something that like you get like smell must have been terrible. You know, man. you come back home. Oh, dude, like, it doesn't smell guess... any worse than the country you're in in the first place. And I'm not saying this is an insult yeah. to like Kuwait or any of those. Like, but the problem is they they don't treat their lower class citizens with the same like respect that we do in okay. those countries. So you have a lot of like Jordanian like immigrants in their countries that can never gain citizenship and they just kind of like use as like slave labor for like a like a you know like a indentured servants wage. Man. So like they're living in like tiny little huts and shit in a shack and then like the rich people out there like living in lavish like right. harems and like Ugh. they've got all the money in the world cuz they take all the oil money and then basically their country is run by people who can't even say they're a citizen of the country. Right. Damn. And it's so, like, and it, like I'm not like, talking on a, shit on their system. Like yeah, they've been their system a, for a while, on but on like, a much, like less, like well, like yeah. less obvious scale where it's like people that come over from Mexico are like you know obviously like working yeah. and shit like that, and 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 it's not like living in hair like you know, like we saw it in Guatemala when when we went there, like a little bit more where it's like there's like oh, yeah. obviously like a class that is like living in where you don't have electricity or something like that, but um, yeah, dirt floors and like, yeah, yeah going to get eight people water. on one queen mattress. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I took that to a dark place. The burning fields of shit. Let me take that to an even darker place. Darker. All right. So, so I, anyways, I killed this baby. <laughs> so I have I have uh two poop stories for you. Uh they're they're a little short. Um poop stories. But uh so we used to go to uh in, in Moralton, oh. my hometown, this really tiny place. Um the only like bathrooms they had at the skate park was just like one porta potty, and it was mm. pretty much like shut down for like an entire winter due to one turd. Oh, <laughs> and uh, Jesus! So we went in there one day, and there's just like this massive fucking like log just on the seat, like someone had like given birth to a child, right? <laughs> there. And uh, and I opened the door, and I was like, I'm not no. I'm not doing this. And I, had it. <laughs> and over the next couple months, um, people named it. Oh. Um, its name was Jiminy. And, uh, it, and you know, people would go and like open the stall. They're like, Oh, Jiminy's still using the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and then like one day the turd was just gone. <laughs> like, but not only, not only that, were but, you like, guys sad? I honestly I had a connection with Jiminy. The fucking like, Jiminy, man. Yeah. What happened? Got my boy Jim. You're like <laughs> shining a flashlight day. down in the... <laughs> Yo, where's he at? Yeah. yeah, the next day, though, um, the porta potty was gone. What? Like, first he went, and then it was gone. Damn and I was it, like, man. Were they keeping it just for him? <laughs> well, so... Oh man, this is gross. But I like if I really had to piss, I would have pissed with Jiminy in there. And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so then, like, now that he's gone, it's like, now I can't even piss here <laughs> legally. Yeah. 
You know, like what the fuck is this? <laughs> At the you skate park, the porta potty for a turd. That's right. Who, that's why they invented the poop knife too. Well, they they probably were like, we have to get rid of this thing, but somebody's yeah. got to clean up the turd, and everybody was just like. <laughs> Shit literally runs downhill. Just another um, case of yeah, them like, gentrifying our toilets. Yeah, man. <laughs> also, fuck that guy that just shit Left on this thing. Uh, like yeah. that that was like, gonna be I, a legacy. I feel but, like my whole yeah. thing with the guys who shit on the seat, those are the, they, they don't realize they're shitting on the seat until they stand up. How? How? I am unless I, you're unless you're I've had I've had this happen before. Like I didn't shit a full turd on the seat, but I've had it where I get up and my chubby ass was just a little too far back, and I leave a big ass shit stain on the yeah. top of the seat. You okay. know, like. But you you take care of that. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah says no. Yeah. I've heard that yeah before. <laughs> that yeah says no. You don't. <laughs> it depends on the class of the establishment. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's somebody else already left a shit mark on the toilet, I and call... I leave an extra shit mark on the toilet. Am I, I really committing a crime? I call foul. I call foul, man. You gotta clean that up if it's your own mess, man. You know. Oh no, I'm saying if it's a fucking porta john yeah. in the middle of an army training center, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna go out of my way to clean it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's a fucking restaurant, yeah, I know that yeah, some fucking 16 year old's gonna have to clean my it. shit up. I'll clean it up. Yeah. Well, but if there's no yeah. employee involved and it's just a guy who has a fucking hose that yeah. hoses down the porta john, yeah. I'm not gonna bother to clean it. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. also back to like the when you were at the army base, like would you not have hovered? Like maybe your shoe might have touched uh, the giant turd, but if I had to shit really bad, and wait, it is was he just, standing on the toilet? I would have been. <laughs> I, like, oh, that's what I'm saying is like, okay, so I'm just fuck up and said I have to shit so bad I'm gonna fucking slap this turd into the toilet. Yeah, yeah. I would have maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like uh, hitting a basketball off the backboard. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, it was like it was like. <laughs> jumping <laughs> dude it was like it was like i was in a fucking like chivalry movie and i just slapped the guy i was about to duel with my gauntlet like <laughs> just walked in there and i was like jiminy i challenge you to a duel and smacked him into the toilet you know but see we left jiminy to peace because like we had never first of all none of us had ever seen a turn that big. like that person was not healthy hold on <laughs> like you could mistake Yo. this bitch for a snake like yeah and it's, I'm surprised it took like so long for it to I, like start decaying, but like it was there a hot minute. I just imagine a stand by me moment where it's like we were men when we walked out of that Port of John because yeah. we had never seen a turd that big. Yeah. Ever since that day, I haven't seen a turd that big, but <laughs> like. But in our hearts, we'll always remember Jimmy. I told you guys the story about that, like, when my dad took the toilet out. <laughs> and, like, there's a turd that fell out of it, and he was like, the fuck? And I was like, yeah, I think I could. It was like, what? <laughs> what is it like? Is that, like, big? <laughs> and you're like, so should you worry about whoever did that? <laughs> I want to use that like that response to like any question that's posed to me in like the future to make it seem like I fucking did it, no matter what it is. Like, dude, yeah. somebody fucking shit in the urinal. Is that like not normal? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, so like, uh, so like, is that like 
like that, not proper have, etiquette when the stall is full? Well, yeah. <laughs> you can't do that when it's like sexual harassment or something. I <laughs> oh, it's not oh, sexual unless not. you make eye contact. <laughs> I look over that little device. I, I want to make a legitimate like uh 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 complaint in my work, and like maybe I'll put up signs that is just like courtesy flesh. Like as soon as you all right, so do you guys work in an office or anything like that? Like, I work in a garbage truck. Okay. All right. So if you That's shit in office. the garbage truck, uh <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I work like where there's like two toilets and two urinals, and like no no no, there's three in some some bathroom, whatever. Dude, I feel like people don't know that it's like as soon as you you're not paying for the water, you know. Mm-hmm. As soon as that first shit hits, oh, fl- the toilet, flush. go yeah, ahead, yeah, yeah. just yeah, get yeah. get rid of that. Yeah. Yo, they even respect the courtesy flush in jail. Like that's you know where, what I'm saying? That's yeah. where I learned about it. Yeah, that's where I learned about. <laughs> dude, in jail they love the wastewater. They're like, yo, dude, I got a cigarette. I'm gonna blow my smoke into the toilet and flush it. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I, I my mind my mind was blown. I was in holding and I woke up and I just saw like a guy hitting a fucking, I don't know if it was a cigarette or a joint, but like he was like, just like puffing on something and flushing the toilet and blowing it into it. I was just like in holding like asleep (laughs) and like woke up and saw that and I was like, cool. (laughs) What a fucking legend. If if I had more energy, I would be like, "Can I hit that? Whatever it is." But like, I was like, not trying to do that. Right. So yeah, he's like, "Hell yeah, it's a so crack no shit." Like, yeah. <laughs> he came, or he'd be like, "I'm gonna beat you up now." And he came, yeah. he came, and he was like, "So no shit." There I was, as I laid upon the cold concrete <laughs> table they told me to sleep upon. I awoke to the sound of flushing. When I looked over to see the source of said noise, <laughs> I witnessed what I can only describe as a grown man smoking that chronic. <laughs> and as he smoked over. that no, chronic... No, this kid was <laughs> younger than me. This kid was like... I, I saw like, a 14-year-old child <laughs> smoking <laughs> that chronic. Yeah, like 20, I was like 25, 26 at this point. And like, uh, yeah, this kid was like 18 years old and was just confident as shit, just like <laughs> flush, okay. flush, flush, flush. And uh, nah, it was like the first the first night that I was in there, this guy like came in and just went into his crotch and started being like, who needs weed? And had like Nickelback. This is Brooklyn Central booking. Um, <laughs> and like he like. I don't know if he was coming from Rikers and about to like serve like a date or something like that. But like it was it was the Wild West, man. Mm. Like there were people smoking weed pretty much constantly while I was in holding. This man went to Blackgate. I was never. (laughs) But I was I was in holding for a long time. And then like it like there was one guy that just like smoked weed and blew it into the camera because some like okay so all these people were passing around a joint and there was a camera that was facing down into our cell and like everybody would like go up behind the camera and like hit it and then pass it to somebody else who would go up behind the cam- ha- the camera 
And this one guy was like, give me that. Nobody fucking cares. And then like hit it and blew it into the camera. And then like everybody else kept doing it. And they just came up and were like, you come with us. And then like got that guy out of like it was it was the craziest fucking circus that I've ever <laughs> been in in my life. You cannot mm. break the system. Yeah, right. It you was, can like, smoke behind the camera. Yeah, right. Yeah. Pretend to hide. The CEOs yeah. don't care unless there's evidence that can get them to lose their job. Yeah, unless you make yeah. them care. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. Dude, I tell you what, though. Jail, like, everybody talks like it's the worst experience of their life. I was like, dude, it was, like, literally the easiest thing ever. Mm. All I did was sleep all fucking day. Yeah. Dude, I caught up on how, so much negative wait, sleep. How How long... Do I was in for five days. Okay. Okay. So what happened was I got I got picked up on petty larceny when I was like a fucking delinquent, like nineteen year old. Yeah. And uh um instead of uh like having to serve like an actual sentence, what it did is I just I uh revoked my bond and I went into jail for five days and they just called it even and didn't put it on my record. Okay. So like uh I was I was in jail for five days, spent two of the days like just completely processing. Because it just took that long to process, like doing like the TB tests and all that mm. shit. And I was in like max. Uh, they put me in like maximum security for that. Man. So like that was like the orange jumpsuit guys. Like I was in there and it was just me in a cell by myself because I didn't have a cellmate at the time. And then they put me when they put me in gin pop, they put me in with this dude who was just in there because they didn't know what the fuck to charge him with. So he was just kind of like stuck in there. Like for no reason because he didn't have his ID on him when he got picked up and like Ooh. they didn't have a charge to throw at him and they're just holding him indefinitely. Yeah. Like, but he stayed in the holding wow. cell too long, so they had to book him and all sorts of crazy stuff. So like I had a pretty chill cellmate and he yeah. wanted the top bunk, so I got the bottom bunk, like didn't yeah. have to like climb up and down constantly. So I just I literally just slept all day and watched telenovelas on the fucking TV, man. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. that doesn't sound like a bad life, you know. And then they had like one hour of rec time and I just didn't use it. I was like, I'm not going to go play basketball in these shitty ass fucking Vans knockoff slides, dude. Like, dude, I think I'd get super into reading books and push ups. The problem was I fell in on the day the book cart wouldn't come through for another week. So like I fell in on the day like after the book cart after the commissary. So like I couldn't buy ramen. I couldn't buy the better shoes. I couldn't do anything. So I was literally just in there for five days of like the aftermath of all the good shit. Mm-hmm. So like I spent the worst five days of the week in jail. If I'd have gotten there Wait. two days earlier, I would have been able to like buy ramen and just like live a normal life in there. Can you, but... can you enter with money? Like, so yeah, that... you just, you literally just, when you get your first phone call, uh, they give you like a commissary number that you can have relatives like load money onto. Okay. And I left my wallet behind with my then fiance at the time. Um, and like she would have loaded it onto my like commissary account, and it doesn't take long to post. It's it just goes in, and then you can use that commissary money on like a commissary check sheet, and the next day they bring you all your stuff. Good to know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but this, I mean, that's it works differently for every prison system, every jail system. Like I was only in ADC. Like I wasn't in a prison. I was in an adult detention center. Yeah. So. But yeah, first and only time I've been to jail. Um, <laughs> after that, I got real good at not getting caught. 
There Didn't learn go. my lesson. Just got better at not getting caught. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in holding, but that's about it. No, I I go. I went to jail. Yeah. Yeah, I was in holding for seventy three hours, but that's holding is a whole different ball game. It was bananas. <laughs> Dude, I didn't get I didn't get to wear my cl- my own clothes. You know, I had to switch into the jumpsuit and wear no, the no, jumpsuit. No, no. Yeah. I know. Like it's a, it like it, but the thing about holding and and I agree. Like, if I had to change, it would have been mentally this this threshold that would have been crossed. That was like, oh shit! Like I'm actually like in this, but I feel like you may have been given like a cot. Or something like that, because I slept on pissy fucking floors for four fucking days. Yeah. Like it was like, like gross. Like, like I was drinking milk, and then like this guy was like, "Come here," and I like I didn't know this guy, and I was like, "What?" And he pointed, and there was mice crawling all over the milk cartons that they were about to serve us. Like he had seen me drinking milk and he was like, come here and look at this. And like, so it was like, don't drink the milk. Don't fucking yeah. do anything except for drink water until you see like your fucking court appointed lawyer. Like it was, it was insane. Oh like, like I almost wish they were just like, just fucking go get processed and like, give me a fucking cot and a pillow. Because I slept on the fucking ground for like, but I don't know. Hey, it's because they don't want you to get in holding for two hots and a cot. That's what it is. It yeah. was because it was New Year's and it was uh, like super crowded and um, and we were like bottom of the like we we had just like painted something, so it was like very low priority. Like they were not. Well, if it was low priority, they should have just put you out on fucking bail and then had you show up to your court date. Well, we both got R and R's, but like, I mean, mine took a fucking minute. Like my my lawyer was just like, "Your Honor, he's from North Carolina. Let him go back." And like it was like, <laughs> "That's your defense? Is where I'm like, from? Just let him go home." <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Your Honor, he's from North. Like and like uh the fucking defense it or like whatever the prosecuting attorney was like yeah he's a like flight risk and like yeah he's just gonna leave and never come back and uh my lawyer was just like he'll come back and then they were <laughs> like r and r yeah but and then he never went back. <laughs> I went back. I went back. I went back and paid the $25 fine I was stuck in for. Dude, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, um, no, I I had to pay like a grand or something like that. Mm. It was fucking stupid, man. God damn, that's yeah. less than what I paid for that. You know what, you know what the worst order. part of my charge was? I got caught stealing DVDs because I was stealing DVDs from the Walmart and then reselling them online to buy weed not at bad. the time. That's, that was not, my hustle. Not, not a bad. And uh, <laughs> the only and they made me pay for all the fucking DVDs I stole, even though they got the stock back. Mm. So it's like, so I had to pay for all these movies and I don't even get to fucking keep them. Like you had to give them back? Yeah, I had to give back the movies and pay for the movies. So they were able to double sell those movies. Mm. No, they didn't sell them again. 
you it's think? Walmart. They fucking <laughs> sold them again. <laughs> they just ran them through a like scratch buffer and were like, here you go. No, I mean they all they don't have unique UPCs. It's just this, they could literally throw it back in and act like it was stock. True. Mm. True. And it never left their stock because it never got scanned out. No. The only other Pretty person good. that I know that uh got busted for stealing from Walmart also stealing DVDs. Yeah, it's because the grab bins are like the easiest thing to just snatch and run. Well, she was cutting out like the uh, the actual like so she would like cut into the wrapper and just take the disc and she was getting away with it for a long time. And then one day just, you know, luck luck would have it. So, yeah, the only reason I got caught was because they got a new security guard that I had. I didn't know yet. (laughs) Like all the other the one ones, you were like, "Hey, man," and slipped him a twenty. No, all then... the, no, all the other security guards that just knew what they looked like, uh, you know, because yeah, because at the time, my fiance's mom worked overnight stocking there, mm-hmm. so I knew pretty much everybody that worked there. And then my my fiance worked at the subway that was in that Walmart, mm. so like I I I was in that Walmart a lot, so I kind of like knew its inner workings. And they had just hired somebody new, like the day that I fucking got caught. <laughs> A questionable guide to life. (laughs) (laughs) Now I get it. You've come to the right place. Dunks my Oreo and whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck yeah! Pull out like a piss-stained journal. (laughs) Here it is: the questionable guide to life. It's. Uh, I can, we should we should do that. We should make a series of like merchandise notebooks that are like oh, leather yeah. bound like notebooks that just say the questionable guide to life on the front of them. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> really shitty advice. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I mean, don't the the Xerox the Xerox uh flyer of the the early nineties and you know late eighty like I think you could do one of those too, but um. <laughs> I thought about genuinely like doing something like that for like Clementine, but like having like a thing on Patreon that's like, you know, subscribe to this fucking tier and we'll send you this like it's like a beat up journal that's the script. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Clementine. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. Yeah, this is the journal we wrote it in mm-hmm. <laughs> as we have yeah. the like actual PDF yeah. F of us like typing out the script in the background. <laughs> <laughs> just just do like the like south park like only pass it on to like motherfuckers in the know you know what i mean like that just pass it along and then (laughs) it'll get big and no i don't i don't fucking know I love it when people give you advice. They're like, "Do this," and it's like, "What have you done?" Yeah, like that. that advice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Because <laughs> you're so successful. Uh, like that's the like entire that... purpose of the the uh, fucking wisdom app. Yeah, that's what I was about <laughs> Wait, to say. I checked yeah, that app. Really? No, no yeah. shit. The wisdom app is like you're walking down the street and you just see like a homeless dude like sitting there, but he's got a pin on his chest that says he's verified. And you're like. Hey, so how do I deal with my girlfriend who broke up with me? He's like, kill that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much what it is. And like, I try to give good advice, but then I think, like, man, I really could have used that advice a couple years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, that's why you don't want to get into middle marketing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, man. I see that uh, Chris has been answering some questions on the Wisdom app. I did. Yeah, I saw, yeah. like it was kept popping up while I was driving. I was like, they're bored oh, waiting right. for me to arrive. <laughs> Wait, what is it? The Wisdom uh, app. Wisdom app. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. No, I we got to answer some, but I answered a bunch of them. With uh, eight questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wisdom. Yeah. It's actually really fun to just be on that app, though. Oh, like, it's, it's a very fun, fun app. It's yeah. addictive to answer questions. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the, and I like, I think they need to hone in the fucking algorithm for which ones they, they show you that are like suggestions for you. Because some of them, I'm like, I don't. Some of them are absolutely wild. Yeah, dude. I'm like, you're on a whole, you live in a whole different <laughs> my, life. My favorite, like, my how favorite, to open up your third eye in middle management. And like, it's, my, it's, my, fa- my favorite ones are like, how to, how to praise God, but still yeah. get your money in a corporate world. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's yeah, one. Hi- yeah. There's hyper specific stuff. Like yeah. That. <laughs> they're like, they're like, they're like, how to get your marriage back from that bitch Caroline who stole your man. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, but also keep your relationship with your son. Like it's, yeah. it's super specific on some of these. Is there really like it's like how to like maintain a relationship with God? But yeah, also oh yeah, yeah. like and it's just what these people title their broadcasts. Dude, my okay. favorite one is I'll run into one like there's there's this one dude that we follow because I think it's hilarious to listen to his talks. His name's Zenith or whatever. Oh, yeah, and yeah, he did I one. He Zenith. did one one day. Because he's British, and he did one one day where he just like like with zero knowledge about how American politics work, he literally was just asking people how American politics work. Yeah, because he was yeah. like, I just don't understand. Like, <laughs> yeah, and when you have one of your talks on there, essentially you host it, you start talking, and like someone can request to join the the chat, and like you you pull them in, you decide how long they're going to be able to talk, you know, everything like that. Um. And he was—he just kept pulling people in, and they would fill him in on like what their stance on American politics was. And then there was one guy who was in there for like an hour and a half, and I lost interest. Yeah, because yeah. he was basically just yes manning um, the guy who was doing the talk. He was just yes manning him and telling him what he wanted to hear. And I was like, all of what you're saying is wrong. Yes manning <laughs> or yes anding? No, yes manning. Oh, okay. Where like you're like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah, man. And then you like make up some bullshit ass like. Like, yeah, and the uh, University of Berkeley decided that uh, this and that and this. All right. So yeah. <laughs> this is my thing with uh, like Joe Rogan is like, I feel like he'll have somebody on and then he'll be like, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll, like get yeah. them to say a bunch of shit. And yeah. then the next episode, he'll be like, that dude was fucking insane. Yeah, like yeah, so yeah, that's talk, his whole thing. He like he lets you guy. his whole thing is to lead you on into like releasing your crazy. Yeah, that's like, like I feel I want to go on Joe Rogan's just to see just how unhinged I sound by the end of that episode. Crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if I ended up on a Joe Rogan experience, he'd be like, yo, I was that dude on fucking cocaine? <laughs> Who the fuck was that guy? I'd be like, I want my mandatory DMT. I want yeah. uh where's my elk meat elk, bitch? I want elk meat <laughs> and I want fucking elk muscle meat. milk. Dude, Chris before he even showed up would just be like, I want my elk meat prepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
This is how I want. And nobody's taking home the fucking corpse this year. (laughs) Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually brined a turkey for Uncle Stan and Aunt Rosemary. Yeah. Are you going to, like, fight for your right to have the corpse this year or what? Oh, no, no. Whoever wants the corpse. I'll make soup for uh, Grandma and Grandpa or something. Because they they, they got their own turkey this year doing different. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Delicious. That's our band. Corpse 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 (laughs) I'm dead serious. If we if we want to make a like a three man like loud ass punk band that makes zero sense called Corpse Soup, I'm in. Hell yeah, I'm down. I got amps and you know I'm I'm one hundred percent down to make a completely sarcastic and comedic punk band. Oh yeah. Dude. That's the only punk band that's legit. I will gladly write for you. Hell yeah. 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 (laughs) We got a ghostwriter. Tight. Believe it or not, there's a ghostwriter on this song. The song is called <laughs> "Fuck You, Please Die," and it's just us saying "Fuck You, Please Die" on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> if you can take inspiration from uh, Master Shake on that episode where he writes the birthday song, oh, yeah. where he's like yeah. "55 bells will chime." I still uh, think the greatest Adult Swim joke song of all time will always be when Murderface wrote his first song for Metalocalypse, uh-huh. and he goes, he goes. A fish, a fish with tits. Oh, how I love you, titty fish. <laughs> I honestly, I I have not seen that one. Yeah, yeah. I have not seen that. Have you seen that one? I've I've watched it, but it's been a while. So okay, yeah. he's decided he was yeah. gonna write a song. <laughs> he, the... he goes, a fish. <laughs> I miss that's that the curly haired one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one who's got the, the one who looks like Ron Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, what were you saying? Sure. Yeah, I was saying I miss I miss Adult Swim shows like that, wow. like the fucking Venture Bros and C Lab. Yeah, dude, C Lab was dude, like and shit. I still watch. That. I I know yeah. I'm gonna catch some shit for this, but like I don't like Super Jail. Yeah, it like, was, I liked like it. I felt like they were trying to bring back the old Adult Swim when they brought Super Jail on, but it's just it's it's not as funny because they get too childish with how they yeah. do it. Like like they're doing adult humor, but they're doing it in a very childish way. Yeah, yeah, a lot of slapstick. I mean, yeah. I thought I liked it. I thought it's, it was funny. It's a it's 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 one of those shows where like if you're not stoned, you can't enjoy it. Whereas like if I'm watching like Aquatine, I can enjoy that sober. Oh yeah. But yeah, if yeah. I'm watching, yeah. you know, Metalocalypse, I can enjoy that sober. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just it's it's not enjoyable when you're sober. Yeah. Like I definitely passed out to that one a lot of the time. That like like nice. the visuals are amazing, but yeah, like yeah. the voice acting's kind of meh, yeah. and like the plots are meh. I you can't remember. Like I, I remember watching a few super jails and uh, being like amused by them, but I don't know. It's not I one mean, that I would binge. Well, you know, it, like uh, it's like Mr. Pickles. Do you remember uh, that one? It's yeah. like a satanic dog <laughs> that like runs around and like this kid is like Mr. Pickles. Like you're the greatest dog, and then it goes and does like really weird fucking shit. Oh, yeah, the other, the other, the other one that I'm like, I'm like hesitant on is Smiling Friends. Mm, I, I like Smiling one. Friends. Well, I'm hesitant on it just because, like, 
I enjoy it, but some of the episodes I'm like, I cannot watch this episode. Like it know. gets to the point where they like make you cringe so hard that you're like, I cannot do this anymore. Yeah. I need to go lay down and think about how my life is ruined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. But I, I I miss the unhinged sketch shows too, like Tim and Eric and, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, dude, that's and then you can still get a little bit of that if you watch Australian TV. Like oh, Auntie yeah. Donna is a lot like Tim and Eric. Mm-hmm. Auntie Donna is one of my favorites, though. Like, oh yeah, I'll never check that out. Oh, you have to check out so, Auntie Donna. It's I'm, so good. I'm pretty uncult, uncultured. I'm gonna force you. <laughs> I'm gonna force you guys to watch an episode of Auntie Donna after this. All right, what it's, up? It's worth it. It's so worth it. And uh, and it's it's our it's our bond. So we have a buddy a buddy uh, Lobi, who's a uh, who's in a punk band out of uh, Australia that we also met through like the skateboarding sim, mm-hmm. and like he turned us on to Auntie Donna like so hard, and now we have this like repertoire where whenever he shows up, we just immediately start rattling off Auntie Donna references. Nice. nice. Oh yeah. It's just a a group of comedians that happen to get a show. Mm-hmm. And those yeah. are the best shows. I still think my favorite skit of all time is the "You are joking." <laughs> <laughs> they have another bit where they're like talking about Wi-Fi passwords, and they're like, "This guy's a legend" because he had like one of those corny Wi-Fi passwords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then somebody else makes a cornier Wi-Fi password, and they like jump ship to the other guy. <laughs> nice. Dude, did you read the um, Truth and Comedy book? No, not yeah. yet. Come on, man. Let me all right, then give it back. All right. Um, but yeah, like I don't know, like we there's a book about like improv that was just like uh-huh. that whole kind of thing where like you're just like coming up with con like I don't know. Never mind. I'm <laughs> fucked up. All right, we gotta end the show. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. All right. I've I've right. realized that I'm beyond the the pale. Um, all right. All right. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Uh definitely check out Questionable Guide to Life. Yeah. Uh our friends have been so kind to yeah, come on. Thanks, and, man. Uh, Thanks, let's, Landon. Thanks, Johnny. Man. Let's do I, I hope I'll sneak in a few more. Oh, yeah, dude. We'll, I live we'll close. Yeah. 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 No, sure. of course. Like, we can yeah. always do one at my house. I feel like we're going to do like a ton of like crossovers and like random drink meetups Fucking... and stuff. So, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm do down. That. And if you guys, if if somebody wants to DM, I'll fucking play, man. Yeah, like, dude. Give me, let's make that a fucking show yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down to do all that. I shit. think we should use the original moniker we were going to use and call it Dungeons and Dipshits. Hell yeah! Uh, All right, I like I think that. That's I think that's taken. Uh, uh, yeah, I th- it it's a YouTube series. I know. Okay, that. Dungeons and Drunkards. Let's get it. No, uh, <laughs> uh, Dungeons and Donuts. And do- or we could um, or we could do it as a spinoff and call it Tobin's doing shit. <laughs> Tobin's Dungeons. All right, this oh, is yeah. Paul. I'm Johnny. They're much bigger than me. I'm Landon. And, and this has been Tobin's Talking Shit. Yeah. All right, good night. One. I wish we could have.